When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Well, it's a Wednesday. The tweets are out. The Facebook posts are up. And here we are, Super Bowl champ, NBC Sports, Philadelphia analyst, Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, and Aethan Shander. We're with you for the next six before we're picked up by Sports Map Radio. Of course, we welcome you all, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. We're here for two hours. We've got overtime at 1 o'clock. We'll work in reverse. Our buddy Jeff Parles from the Book It Sports app is going to join us at his usual time now at 1240. And it's a Wednesday, so you know, kind of in the middle of the week. We're waiting for another football game tomorrow. We had the Sixers and Celtics last night. We had the Sam Bradford game last night. And I don't know about you two, but I just finished watching the – I actually had to purchase Showtime just to stay up on this show that we're watching collectively for the show. So after purchasing Showtime – I have watched the second episode now of Your Honor. I'm all caught up. Okay, well, your thoughts. Because I got a text from you yesterday indicating that you were kind of mildly impressed. Yeah, actually, I I think I am overall impressed. See, part of me just waits for Hollywood to screw something up. Like, I don't think think television and movies have mastered, and it's difficult, of course, Mm -hmm. the art of landing the plane. So I feel like I'm 15 to 20 minutes into a movie and I'm starting to be feel like this movie's awesome. This movie's awesome. How, how are they going to end it? How are they going to end it? Mm-hmm. And that's partly me. But yeah. overall, like Brian Cranston is and he never was Walter White. That was such a departure from who all the characters he ever played. So this, I think, is a great representation of who Brian Cranston is. And it's it's well written. I didn't know it was in New Orleans. I didn't yeah. know that a couple of people. Isaiah Washington Jr. from The Wire, of course. Like, I didn't know that people were in this. Right. And right down to the main, you would think, enemy in this, the Joker himself in this show. So there's some good people in it. It's it's well cast. I thought it was well shot. There mm-hmm. were a couple of things, you know, and we can get into a specific or two. There were a couple of things that I thought was a little bit of a reach. But I, I like how it was. Pre- I like how the two episodes so far have been presented. Mm. and it definitely feels like it's going to be a it already is but it's going to be a good show wow that is high praise barrett from a guy who i believe goes into shows and movies looking to be disappointed that is high praise i got a little siskel in me or a little bit a little bit (laughs) i i enjoyed it i you know i sat there i i blew through the first episode which did a great job of setting the table i think the kid the cranston son 
uh, I think is going to be interesting how they develop him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, OK, I'll give you one specific one specific. My biggest problem with television shows, especially I don't know how many episodes there are in the show, but my biggest problem is redundancy. We talked about this in The Undoing. Okay, great. You showed me Nicole Kidman have a scene with Donald Sutherland going through something emotional. I don't need to see that three more times, but presented differently. So perfect example was you saw how, like, you didn't get the, the same grief of death wasn't presented to you two different ways. You saw it in a completely new way, which is how Cranston and his son are trying to cope with the fact that his son just killed somebody and left the scene and and ran away. You don't have to go through it again with the dad and the mom of the son because we've seen that already. So I I thought that was it. And they're still dealing with the grief of losing the mom and the the wife. Right, 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 right. I I like this. You, you, so, all right, I, I like the fact that you're not being pessimistic about it. You know, I, I know you entered it just wanting to say, I hate it, yes. especially since like Harry it. picked it. Yep. Harry, he was going to say, you oh, know, he know. hated it. Bill. I he know, to. he hated it. I, I'm, I, I look at things with a critical eye because... No, it's a pessimistic eye. No, it, it's got a lot of money behind it. They've got big names in it. I should yes. expect a good script. I, I don't know what the hell Cranston is thinking at the end of episode two enlisting the services of what they've clearly gone out of their way to tell us without telling us overtly is a smart, capable lawyer. The mm-hmm. woman that he's trying to he's take trying out to, the line at the trying end. Trying to take her out, too. Right. Yeah. And that's what I mean. So, like, I don't know what the hell he's doing there. That didn't make much sense. but Not yeah. at all. Yeah. Well, I can that tell is, you, yeah. th- this, this police detective is going to be a pain in the ass. You can tell she's like, uh, what is she, this? She's not going away. <laughs> yeah. No. You know no. what I mean? They, you you, you yeah. caught that early when she talked about no, uh, uh-uh. yeah. we're gonna catch this, right? We're catch this guy, <laughs> right? Right? right. Who, who, who lifted this piece of garbage Volvo from like 1977 that nobody should even be driving? Right. And she's gonna go find it. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's the judge. Right. And that's it. But I, I think the story itself has a lot of potential because it, you know, every episode has ways. There could be little funny moments. In which somebody's like, hey, you know, I know something like that. And then it blows over, you know, anticipation build up. They've created a nice little zone here that I think they can work it. I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out because I think he's going to become a big character. The guy who's going to be running for mayor. Yes. His well, buddy. Well, I think the kid, you know, the kid they that's found in the car. Junior. Yeah. Oh, okay. From, yeah. From the, he's from the wire. Yeah. Who who says that? You know, she. Yeah. Say that in the wire. Right, here, we go. <laughs> here we go. This is a Gal Media. It's property. a pretty strong cast. Partnership with Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now, starts now. on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage, home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. It's a Wednesday, right smack in the middle of the week. Here we are in the middle, and I don't know. There's some things happening in the world of sports. I saw that the city of Los Angeles was named the best sports city of the year for 2020. Is that right? Yeah, I'm sure a lot of people, including us here in Philadelphia, may have something to say about that. And it's all about well, how you handle adversity, not how you handle winning. Right, right, right. I mean, yeah. why, why, how could they say that? Because, I mean, there really wasn't really sports that, you know, that 
fans can really partake in. So how is that? That's like a lame duck, yeah. you know, type of deal. No you shot know, the, at, at Ron Culver's hometown there, but you know, LA, despite yeah. the Lakers and Dodgers, I don't know if opening up SoFi Stadium, yeah, or the Angel City FC National Women's Soccer League launch, or preparing for the Olympics to come in 2028 would constitute, as Barrett said, enough to make up the best sports city of the year. I don't think any city or place in California should be winning any awards for the year of 2020. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yes, Perfect. that's what I really want to say. Yes, yeah, that's fair. Okay, yeah, I think. California, Florida, and Texas routinely exempt themselves. That's fine with me. Well, Florida and Texas, I got no problem with those states. Well, they continue to, you know, pile out embarrassment. That, that's why there's a whole tag called Florida Man. Yeah, that's Florida Man, but the, even oh, the state is, is, is wonderful. The city or the state itself is now has been reduced to a tab. <laughs> to a, a searchable tab on FARC. All right? well, I'm, I'm sorry, Ron, but um, I'm kind of disliking Texas right now, bro. Well, oh, yeah? LA guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. what he claimed. Where does he live now, though? You can't be that. He lives in Houston. Well, yeah, but there are plenty of people that are from Philadelphia that move on and live elsewhere and say, yeah, I just, I'm here. Mm -hmm. I, I'm here in Armadillo, but I'm not, you know, I don't claim Armadillo. Well, I mean, I'm all in. I'm, I'm I've lived more of my life in Philadelphia, in the Philadelphia area, yeah, than I have, you know, in St. Louis. Even though I'm in St. Louis, and when I talk, I talk about the East Coast more so than the Midwest. All right, we we got a quick one coming up. Three minutes. Ron reminds us of another contender who should be Sports City of the Year next. Wow, how about that? We've never experienced a year like 2020, a deadly pandemic political division, social unrest, natural disasters. Yet, we're still here, and now so are the holidays. Hi, I'm John Dockery. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a happy and healthy new year. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, the, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss.
Got a big episode of the podcast today. Oh, yeah? Did you guys do it already? Rich Lerner from the Golf Channel. Over an hour. Mitch Lerner. Rich Lerner. Mitchy? Mitch? Rich. <laughs> Rich. Richie Rich. He's the man there. Yeah? Yeah. Are they hiring or what? Now, if they are, I'm 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 going. Well, you might need to be represented by CAA. What do you mean? There's only like two agencies that staff NBC. Oh yeah. Yeah, CAA is one of them. Max Talent, CAA, and there's like one. Oh, of them. Max Talent. Yeah. None of them represent me. So what's up yeah. with that? I'm telling you, bro. Me neither. That's that's. I guess that's why I'm talking like you know. I'm too old for an agent. This is it's almost over for me. Radio Network. Well, presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry May. Yeah, so Ron hits us up on the text board here and says, don't forget about the city of Orlando at the NBA bubble, at the MLS tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would put Orlando ahead of L.A. I would, too. Well, think, think about what you know Orlando and that bubble uh, did for people and their sanity. Right. You know, right. to be able to watch some live sports that actually, you know, resulted in championships. I mean, that, that was a that was a lifesaver. And you think about all the, you know, that's where the golf channel's headquartered and all the golf, the, you know, the PGA right. Tour saved my life this summer. Oh, we talked a ton before this show began. Yeah. And shout out to Mama Brooks. Good morning from the STL. Watching and interacting as so many other are on the stream, phillyvoice.com slash the middle. But oh, Ron will tell you, we had weekly golf guests. Our buddy Ryan Ballinger was on every week. We talked to even non-major, non-big tournament stuff. It was mm-hmm. something going on from an entertainment slash betting standpoint, and it kept us going a lot. So, yeah, if you look at those three entities from a functional standpoint, right? Orlando did more for all of us collectively than L.A. did. Yeah, including the soccer. Well, the MLS, once they figured yeah. it out the first time around and the second time it, it came back. And right. Union, you know, we're in there right down there towards the end. So I, I don't know. Is there another city that would get it? We sure as hell won't get it this year. No. No, no. not this year. No, I don't think yeah. is. is anywhere remotely close <laughs> to the city of the year. I hate to break it to people out there who live in this bubble. No, but it is not. Well, but, but, of, it's no, I'm sorry, Barry, go ahead. Well, I mean, remember our projections, you know, for, for the 76ers? I mean, we, we got the biggest front court and back court in the league. You know, we're, we're going to be long. We're going to defend. We didn't defend. We didn't score. We didn't do much right, man. So, I mean, our projection, we were going to be great this year for the Sixers. Now I'm thinking yeah. the same thing this year. We're going to be great this year. We beat the Celtics. Well, because you watched a preseason game. You got all you got all told you juiced up. Hell I yeah, let's go. Sam Bradford, the ghost of Bradford, would strike again. Wow. And there you have it. I will say I did peek in for a few minutes last night. Okay. They held they held Jalen for like what 10 points or something like that? 11 points, 12 points. <laughs> I was impressed with Maxi. And the I was surprised he played. That he plays. Yeah. He made an impact in 12 minutes and, Why and the caught hell my attention. Play, though? What's that? Why wouldn't he have played? I know. Yeah. I thought he would have played more. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, no. They were saying, uh, you know, because he had the coronavirus, you know, in his body, you know, he didn't go through any, he didn't go through any of the, the, the preseason, um, preseason games, you know, yeah. the warm up games, you know, how would he know the offense, you know, as I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I thought he was going to play a little less. So Jalen Brown was launching. Last yeah. Night. I, I, I mean, he, nobody could shoot threes last night on either team. I don't know who was less interested in their craft. The <laughs> New Orleans Saints in the first half or Jalen Brown in his 22 last night. He went one for 11. I think at some point people were like, yo, I'm open. I'm open. He was just like, nah, I'm shooting. I'm yeah. Shooting. Who cares? <laughs> it's preseason. Only Barrett's watching. And B played a lot, though, in the first quarter. And I, I think people were looking at that. I mean, yeah. Look, I, I don't know what you guys, and I'm not saying this with a negative slant. I'm just more throwing it out. I don't know what there is to really take from this basketball team because the one thing that we have seen consistently from the Sixers that ultimately ends in frustration is they are a good regular season team. Mm -hmm. When you do have two guys who are healthy on the floor for the majority of the regular season, like Embiid and Simmons, you're going to win a lot of your games. Right. So more often than not, they do look like they did yesterday. It's what happens in the postseason when things tighten up and when somebody's not there or somebody's eating yeah. too much crap or another guy's hurt, all the other stuff. No, you're right, Aton. And I hate to be that guy that says, ah, oh, well, you, you know, don't hate, you don't, you don't hate matters it. is the playoffs, you know, about the <laughs> NBA. You don't even have to watch the regular season. I will watch a lot of the regular season when it comes to the Sixers and some of the big national games, but you can't get too caught up in it. And right. I think that's basically what you're saying is like you can't really draw any conclusions on this team until they get to April. Well, it's right. a process, right? Yeah. I mean, what we're doing is, and football's tough because you only have 16 opportunities to really do something. Yeah. And you can get snake bit by a team that's much worse than you. We've seen that at least in the NFC East the last couple of weeks. But I, yeah, you definitely have to watch because mm -hmm. it helps you understand from a fundamental and even more complex understanding of what's going wrong in the postseason that works so well in the regular season. It's hard. You can't just pop in and start cherry picking during playoff games. Right. But yes, there is a sense of, hey, wait a second. This team has been a, a four, five, six type seed. We've seen them lose in the postseason. How do you avoid that? Yeah, well, you know, it's, you're right. It's, it's substantially different from um, how football is because football, you you have to win. You have to win early and you have to win often, and it builds up to a climax. I think, you know, the regular season, you know, since half the league's going to be in the playoffs to start off with, you start playing better towards the end. So you really, like midseason, they stop really playing guys. You know, they start, you know, setting guys mm -hmm. down, time management. Yep. That's, a, that's a far cry different from you probably, you know, football or any other sport and this so, is only a, a 72 game season right this year yeah and they cut it down by 10 because yeah. i know a lot of people were, were coming up to me and said well, what's the deal with this low win total for the sixers i thought they were going to be great i'm like you got to remember they're dealing with 10 less games don't overreact to that yeah and just because there are 10 less games doesn't mean that Embiid's going to play more right right he's probably right. going to parse out how much he's out there in accordance to how many games they're playing Mm-hmm. Got to so I, I don't understand that. Why why don't they get stronger? Like like during the season, you know, you usually get stronger as as as, as you know you go through the season. No, this is load management, play, man. It's about managing loads. That's that's crazy, man. That's crazy. This is like you know in in, in baseball, you <laughs> yeah. know, it used to be pitchers used to pitch nine innings. 
Now you can't even pitch nine innings. You pitch, you pitch over six innings, and you know you have to rest for two weeks. Nine innings—that's like two and a half starts for most right. of these guys. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't understand that. that you know? Like three innings. Yeah, yeah. and then yanking him. He's got relievers throwing more than starters each yeah. game. Yeah, That's we have some crazy. teams starting relievers. Right. You know, everything is about an edge, man. The you opener. Know? It's think about this. I don't know. I'm just throwing a number out, but based on everything we experience. It feels like every sport, every team, every coach, every player, everybody's trying to get an edge. And 90% of it is a placebo. Mm-hmm. 90% of it is just something that you're being told, I, you know, this is really going to help you do this. Yep. And you take it. And maybe it helps you mentally and you think, okay, you're doing it. But you no, know, every now and again, you find something, right? Mm-hmm. Every now and again, you do find, like Lance Armstrong, man, that guy was living in the 10%. He was ahead of all the testers. He was ahead of all the legal stuff every time until they finally caught him because he was just a POS to everybody. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying is like every now and again, you do find something. So this is all about sports science and data and analytics, analytics right, yeah. combined into all of this, hoping that one team can say, you see, it now, worked. Yeah, it, it, did it worked work. like my boy, Romo, Bill Romanowski. Yeah. I oh, never he's saw got him. supplements. Oh, yeah. I never oh, saw man. him eat a meal. He never ate a meal the whole time I was there. He never ate a meal. All he did was take supplements. Right. Bro, he's, he now had he a, sells them. Yeah. yeah. He had a big bag, a suitcase. Not a not doctor's bag, but a suitcase full of stuff. Mm-hmm. Suitcase. Yeah, he was – I remember we had him on – At the Super Bowl. Bowl. And he was all EAS decked out, right? Yeah, man. He and his wife. Yeah, I think yep. he was – She's when, the same way. Oh, yeah. yeah. She's yeah. ripped. She looks like him. Yeah. They were loaded up on the creatine, right? Right. Mark McGuire was heavy on that. Hey, let me tell you a story before fast about Romo. That we hated Romo. All the rookies hated Romo. Romo. No. No. Romanowski. Bill Romanowski. People on here might think you're talking about Tony Romo. Right, right. right. (laughs) Well, we're in practice. And this guy, you know, usually you just tape your pads for for game type situation. Well, he paid a guy like 20 bucks a day to tape his pad for practice. This is during camp. We're in training camp. He's he's taping his pad for practice. Wait, so explain why are you taping your pads? To keep guys from grabbing you. Got it. You know, because they it makes your hands slip off because you can't grab the jersey. Mm-hmm. He's taping his pads in practice. Long story long, he gets into this fight with Fred McCrary, our running back, fullback we had. You know, he oh, fought he was him a guy too, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. So you know, we we you know we're going through practice. You know, we're beating up on him. He's trying to beat up on us, but there's too many of us, and everybody hated him on the team, so they wouldn't even stop us from beating him up. So first game comes. So I already think he's a he's an a-hole. You know, I don't like him. So I'm I'm getting ready for the game. I'm getting my mind focused for the game. As I'm walking by, he said, Hey, hey, rookie, come here. I say, man, I want to pee up with I want to put up with your BS today, man. Just leave me alone. I'm trying to get focused. No, 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 no. Just, just come here, come here. So I go over to him. He says, uh, hey, how do you want to play today? I said, What do you mean? Well, how do you want to play? I'm, I want to play strong, I want to play fast, and you know, I don't want to get tired. You know, that's why I want to play. He said, Okay, then. Well, here, take these three pills. So he gives me three pills. Mm-hmm. A black pill, a blue pill, and an orange pill. He the blue pill. Uh, right. Uh-oh. Did you have to call a doctor? <laughs> Wait, what? what? So I'll take it. I'll start walking. He said, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. you know what? You're not ready for that the black pill yet. Mm-hmm. So I'm taking the black pill back. And I he said, here, take this white pill. So I take the white one, too. Give him the black one back. Long story long, the first play of the game, it's on two. Randall said, ready, Pow! jump off sides, hit the guy. You know, I'm just <laughs> amped up. I can't slow down. Long story long, I was awake for four days. I didn't go to sleep until Wednesday night. 
What was it, crank? Wow. I don't know what he gave me. Oh I never took it again. Methamphetamine in a capsule. Bruh, I'm talking <laughs> about I did not sleep until Wednesday the next week. Uh, Played on Sunday. I had to go to Wednesday. Like six of those a day. Oh, yeah. He's but, probably, he probably needs three of those just to wake up. You open but that like, capsule and it's yellow. Right, you got right, a problem. So I'm saying, why? You know, say, why did I take it though? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Why did I take it without even asking what it was? Wow. I just took it like a dummy. Yeah, we well, are a rookie. Yeah, yeah. No right, 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 right. Well, he back, that's back sure day, you yeah. took that no matter what. <laughs> you eat these pills no matter what, Rook. Right, right. <laughs> My goodness, man. I can't even imagine just him all cranked up in that locker room, bouncing around. Oh, every wow. day. He must have oh. driven you nuts. Oh, yeah, man. He was he was one of those guys, man. One of those, yeah. But that was back in the day, though. Like They used to smoke cigarettes at halftime. Kirk Avea, we had a lot, another line at Kirk Avea. Yeah, I remember him. Kirk Avea used to smoke a cigarette. He'd go back in the, um, he back halftime, smoke a square. Yeah. I'm like, what? It's like that what great you- photograph of Len Dawson, the famous old uh, Kansas City yeah. Chief quarterback, right, right. smoking yeah. a butt in the locker room at a halftime of a Super Bowl. <laughs> That's amazing. Man. Yeah. Now you've That's got to vape. You can vape indoors. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's it. We'll, we'll see Pat Mahomes <laughs> get caught in the middle of halftime in a Super Bowl just hitting a vape pen. <laughs> now. Things were different back then, man. Way, way different, man. I mean, I played for the uh, Detroit Lions, and the owner, Mr. Ford himself, Mr. Ford Jr., is walking in the locker room, smoking a square before the game. <laughs> Who's going to tell him to not smoke the square? Did anybody ask to bum one? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, you got any extra Lucy's? Come on, Ford, help us out. All right, so I, I see this story coming out of Tampa Bay. It's kind of bizarre. I don't know if we've had this yet, but it might be the first, at least, coming into a game. I know sometimes circumstances shift. We have a lot here in the second hour, of course, our weekly chat with Jeff Parles from Book It Sports. Another breakdown comes your way before that at noon. We have that up here in the tank, ready to go. So we have a lot here. You're listening. You're watching. It's the middle, dillyvoice.com. Slash the middle and sports map radio. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is number one, that we are in place of a position of trust and that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. I watched this movie yesterday on Amazon. I'm your woman. Barrett, did you hear about this movie? No, what is that? 
It's like a 70s. It's set in the 70s in Western PA. It's filmed out near Pittsburgh. Uh, crime, you know, story. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, it was some good acting, but this was a two-hour movie that literally could have been done in an hour. <laughs> they drug stuff out. Like, it, it was... Aton would have gone out of his mind. What's it called? I'm Your Woman. It's on Amazon. It's the girl from uh, The Marvelous Miss Maisel is the star of it. Oh, okay. She plays like the wife, sort of an un knowing wife of a crime boss guy. Oh, okay. And she's kind of kept in the dark about it. Yeah. Until stuff starts happening. Much. Yeah. And then uh, stuff goes, stuff goes bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> but this, this, uh, the, the, your honor is good. It's so good. I wish I could binge it. I could go through like five episodes in a day on this show. And there lies the problem because yeah. after you finish it, you just want to go to the next one. You, you have feel to empty, right? <laughs> you have to wait. You know what I yeah. mean? Now, yesterday I didn't watch much TV, man. I, I peeked at the game every once in a while, but uh, I, I I was on my working on my table, man. I'm, I'm grinding on oh, this yeah? table. Yeah, I'm, I'm grinding. Last You're two days, I'm to finish this. Yes, I've been just sanding away, man. It's number sanding now. Not Sandy Koufax. You are listening to the middle on the Presented by Rob. Not Sandy Alderson. Rightly Auto Park Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. I was intrigued at first, and they did let you know eventually. But when Kofi, who steals the car, yeah, looks down and sees the baseball, you see the signature on it. And Kofi I'll, Jones. Kofi Jones. Not, not Kofi Jones. No, no, no. <laughs> Completely different individual. <laughs> Shout out to Kofi Jones. How's he doing, big fella? And Jaws. He's doing good, man. He yeah. sends me staff, man. He says, Kofi's my guy, bro. Dude, I was it. thinking of that yesterday. Yes. Watching the show, Kofi Jones. I'm like, not Kofi Jones. I can't wait to see that on the show tomorrow. Oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> It's perfect. Not Popeye Jones. You're right. Well, that's the thing is, well, I, I, I'm looking at this and I was immediately wondering, well, it's New Orleans. Who who's that baseball signed by? Who's it going to be signed by? Is it going to be a famous brave? Right. I mean, is it going to be somebody maybe? I don't know. You wouldn't say a Marlin. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of interesting because when they're in New Orleans, that was the first thought in my head was, well, what baseball team and what player right. down there is going to sign that ball that's going to be such a big deal? Right. And then you find out it's Mariano Rivera. Mariano? And that's yeah. you know, a pretty big deal. Yeah. I mean, Did you think he was going to get out? That poor kid, man. I know. I mean, I, I still can't really figure out. It, did they set him up intentionally? Is that what we're to glean because of who his mother was? I, I think so. so that That's something – Well. Go ahead, Barry. You can expound. Well, I mean, I, I was thinking that because, you know, all right, now he has it the front of phone in it, you know, and mm-hmm. now things are leading back to the mother, and all of a sudden they drive over to the bump, and now this, you know, this part from that motorcycle. Oh, how, how big of a moment was that? When that piece right. of the motorcycle fell out from the right. undercarriage of the yeah. car, I was like, oh, man. Woo, right, wow. right. So and she's looking at him. He's looking at her like, 
Uh-oh. How great so what is type that, of look though? is that? Is that a look of, what is this? Or you know, it was a look of, wow, I'm caught. Yeah. The shot of her is fantastic in that scene. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. She's looking up like, we got a problem. And yeah. she, right, right. But she doesn't know it's him. Right, right. right. No, it's him. But she knows now, like, okay, something's up. This car was involved exactly, in something exactly. bad. And, yeah. and that, and then, and this is the great, I think this is how great this show is shot is there's no words, right? No words are said, but you see this moment of realization from the detective that, okay, something is wrong with this car. Right. This car's not leaving this yard. Yeah. And the immediate of Cranston, who's thinking, oh my goodness, oh bleep, I'm caught. Right. So two different perspectives. Yes. But of complete, yes, it's wild. It is wild to to see how that played out. Uh, I do wonder though, if, well, next week seems interesting because now you have that setup theory. If that's the case, then the show itself has hidden that, right? Because mm-hmm. the connection would be, well, Brian Cranston would go. I mean, what are the odds, right, that the son of a mother who was just in front of Brian Cranston as a judge, the individual, right, as right. a judge, would be the individual who stole the car out of Brian Cranston's driveway that he wanted Isaiah Whitlock Jr. to remove. If right. So I'm saying, like, they're going out of their way to downplay the fact that some things are coincidence, like that the car was stolen on the year anniversary of her death, things like yeah. that. They're trying to downplay coincidences, so why shouldn't we downplay the coincidence that he was in front of, or his mom was just in front of the judge, and now he's stolen the kid's car? Well, right, and right. the mobster's young daughter is the teacher. Yeah, how does right. he not I mean, know that? How about that? Well, how does he not know that? I think isn't she a substitute? Maybe for for that day was that a was that a one day thing? Was she? I don't know. Bro, no, this I, is all I, these, I mean, he just gets the motorcycle for his birthday mm-hmm. that day. Yeah, he goes out for a ride and all this, all this, and he's and he's jogging past that house to go see about right. a court case that he's going to see and when she sees the mother of the son and this i mean that's all that stuff is just like crazy man Six degrees of separation. right yeah. <laughs> shock, yeah. you can they see all- around the corner it was unbelievable great, and great the, show and remember we also have that suv that they want you to think was a bunch of guys who saw the kid get out of the car and then ultimately wreck the picture of his mom mm-hmm. so they want you to think that guys got in the in an suv and started to chase him down but what if there really was a hit out for his son for the mob boss's son what if there really was right some sort from of the gang exactly yeah and through coincidence right right kid did, the, did it by just through by accident yeah, yeah. and they yeah. saw what happened and they drove away yeah that's good work by you Aton. Well, look, Aton's like, next level on television and movies. Was, I'll tell you this. You know, you got me engaged, man. All right. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's much better than talking about Jalen Hurts versus Carson Wentz. I agree. Holes. My God. I mean, Ron, with the whole thing in Orlando and L.A., you know, that got me thinking, too, something else. But real quick, I mentioned this about Tampa Bay. It looks as if the Bucks, right now at least, are without their kicker, punter, and long snapper all placed on the COVID-19 list mm. ahead of Sunday's showdown. Have okay. we ever seen a football game played in the NFL 
with in the modern era without a kicker? Have we seen uh, Ocho Cinco did it for for um but he kicked Bengals. Yes, he kicked, yeah. Okay, so outside of the kickoff, and I know that going for he, two is more of a recent thing. But have we ever seen a team go through a game not kicking a field goal with the opportunity to kick a field goal? I think Doug would like to go through games without a kicker because he'd yeah, like to really, go for yeah. it on fourth down every time. Right. And that would be his excuse. Hey, I don't have a kicker. Right. Well, I mean, I think that's what happened on this last week because, I mean, our kicker sucks now, man. What what happened to him? Yeah. Oh, another Look, another guy that got married mm-hmm. and got soft. Is that Uh-oh. right? Uh-oh. Yeah, he just got married. Same Jake Elliott? Yes. Yes. Remember he was taking all the pictures with his dog and all that, you know? Come on, man. So is that what's going to happen to Aton now? He's newly married. Is he going to get soft? soft? Yeah, he's all soft now, you know. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to get rid of that soft middle. Trust me. Get the cage back to it being tight here. This middle isn't soft. No. Right. No, no. no. Right. I didn't realize that that was part of the criteria of falling off the planet. Uh, AFS817 says, didn't Camus Grugier-Hill have to kick at one time? He did, right? He did. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Was that a punt or was that a kick? No, it was a kickoff, I think. You're right. Yeah. KGH. Where is he now? Where is he? Titans? Where is he? Who? Camus in Miami. Oh, too. He's balling starting. I like that, him as a player. Where was their falling out with him? Because they didn't want to sign him. No, he was hurt. And he knew he was hurt, mm-hmm. and they wanted him to play anyways. Oh, he's like, "Look, I can't." And they felt as though he was playing, being soft, kind of almost like what's going on, what happened to Herbig. I mean, how how is Herbig not going to play when he, you know, with, with just a broken finger? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was never a time during my NFL career after the first game or after the first, you know, couple of practices that I didn't have jam fingers and and mm-hmm. broke fingers. It made it just a, it's just a I, part of. We're back coming up next. News in Dallas, too. It's in the middle. Wow. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, Um, The client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us, and we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Marquise Graham. It's a new face on the stream here. Shouting out Miami for Kamu Grugier Hill. 
Campbell could play, man. I mean, I like I like his progression. I mean, he was really a good player once he started really playing. I mean, he if I, I would see him and Singleton, they would be a, a one-two punch that have been pretty good. Do you have guys like coaches that become coordinators that stop working on coaching you and just expect you to grow by succeeding in the system? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because that's that seems to be a, a signature with this Eagles team, where well, it's yeah. like you don't need to work on growing as a talent, but if you if you play in our system, you will grow. Right. Um, that tends to have when you got veteran players like the Eagles have veteran players, older players, and they expect you to watch and grow as you see what you're right. You know what the older guys are doing. You know, take a little instead of like working on right. Oh, you went to school already, so we don't need to work on technique or things along those lines. Didn't you hear? Didn't you hear a lot of you know guys talking about how JP and his progression? You know, of 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 teaching these younger guys how to play. You know, a lot of them play just like JP as far as you know their sets. Right. This is the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Chander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. There's a lot of discussion about who's coming back, right? Joe Judge isn't going anywhere. The head coach in Ron Rivera down in Washington has done a fantastic job. He's not he going anywhere. But you know, we've been talking a lot about Doug Peterson, his job on the line. Is he coaching for his job does he want out kind of looking at it from an eagles perspective well there's good news around the nfl i I think that 31 teams got great news yesterday at the expense of the 32nd team who gave out this news i know exactly where you're going mike mccarthy harry mays barrett brooks ain't going anywhere he's staying put According to Stephen Jones, he stomped <laughs> on any speculation that Dallas was looking to move on from McCarthy after just one year. And all I can say is fantastic news to everybody who's got Dallas on the schedule next year. I mean, it was it's, it's great because we did we were the same way with Jason Garrett. Keep him there, yeah. Stay picket. Keep him there. Actually, up in New York, and and, yeah, and oversaw a terrible game plan against Arizona. Remember those 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 uh, memes I sent you? Like uh, you guys thought it was me. <laughs> yeah, right. How great but, is that? But yeah, man, and you you think about these coaching staffs that have veteran players on it, and they want you to learn from those veteran guys, like a Jason Peters. If you watch their sets, all of them have the same set, like Jason Peters. That's not something that that really uh you know the offensive line coach taught them. But since JP has so much success with it, it kind of fell into a groove with the rest of the guys doing the same thing. Like their initial set, they jump out the box. Boom, they're out there and they set. A lot of teams don't do that, but JP does that, and he has some great success with it. So if you look at Jordan Malata, you see the, um, the rookie when he was playing, same way. They right. try to play fast. You know, initial, The initial set is very fast, and then they get ready for battle. But uh, talking about McCarthy, wouldn't it have been uh, somewhat unfair to bounce him after one year when he lost his quarterback in, in the first couple of weeks of the season? No, because it's defensively he had nothing with defense. The defensive side of the ball, you know, he Nolan is is, is horrible. 
Well, Nolan is, but I'm I'm talking about McCarthy. Well, is it Nolan handpicked by McCarthy? Yeah, yeah. but he, I mean, okay, you bounce and maybe maybe Nolan's got he's got to go to save your hide. We've seen that out everywhere. Right. Right. Yeah, I think that's fair. It it just it's painfully obvious though right now. Dallas is not getting anything at all out of the head coaching position. So you really need like if Dak and Zeke, if everybody's back healthy, then you should ideally have enough talent to overcome whatever Mike McCarthy is at the head coach position. I don't know if he's losing games for them, but he sure as hell, it seems like he's a, what do they call that? Like a zero sum. It seems like <laughs> he's just, he's just not doing anything positive for you. Mm-hmm. And you're right, Harry, where it's hard because of this whole thing with Dak being hurt, but man, it's almost as if the team is on autopilot, assuming that everybody's healthy. The team could be on autopilot. Mm-hmm. Well, you I don't mean, have anything from McCarthy. Yeah, that's what and and but you, you can't do that. I mean, even with look at the Eagles situation. I mean, you still have the defensive side of the ball still playing and playing hard. You know, even though you know the lack of talent sometimes, especially now with guys being hurt. But you know, it's you can't forgive the fact that that defense down in Dallas is like the worst. Ever and the talent that they have, they should be playing a lot better. They are I mean, one of the worst teams against the run that I've seen in my lifetime watching right. football. I mean, they're just yeah. running down their throat and yeah. making them like it. That's There's the no toughness game. to that group, and that's it. Yeah, you know, no attitude. You have a have the defensive attitude, the defensive squad mm-hmm. swag. That's what most guys on defense they live off of. You know, I my Steelers that. teams are like that. Right. You ready for who they play next year? Ron sent us this. They've got Atlanta, Carolina, Denver, and Oakland at home. Okay. They're at KC, LA, New Orleans, and Tampa. So it's an AFC West, NFC South uh, crossover for the NFC East team. So I'm just thinking in terms of the Eagles, too. They'll be playing similar teams. Yeah. Exactly. Now, the NFC West, same place finisher, NFC North. Same place finisher, which at this well, point that'll be last, be third or fourth, right? probably be last, probably last. So it'll be San now, Francisco and Detroit. No, correct. Prob- well, yeah, probably Detroit. Yeah, yeah probably Detroit because the Bears oh, have what six wins. Yeah, and, and they started that one win really saved them against Houston. Right, and they it beat Detroit problem. early in the year on Week One on a gift. If I if I recall, they did. And the problem with the West is that San Francisco, at the very least, San Francisco is going to be better, healthier, healthier yeah, and want to do what what Dallas can't stop, and that's run the ball right right down their throat. So that's tough as it. I mean, think about this: Mike McCarthy has just signed up for another losing season. I don't even care if you do bring Dak back; that's going to be really yeah. tough. All right, so let's look at that for the Eagles. Now they they would probably have the third place team in those division, those one and done divisions, right? Well, now, but I don't know. I mean, what happens if they win three straight? They're not going to win. What three happens straight? if Jalen Hurts turns this thing around? You know, we talked about that. Today. What if the should be yes. up? Billy Voice, man. Yes, yes. Come on. I Harry. knew that was a preview to the column. I knew your stance on Monday smelled of a column. I. I I'm just wait a second. What, where is this guy going? What we, we missed that yesterday. Yeah, we we, about, we, we missed yesterday. About you were going to get on a run. I'm not. Look, I'm just saying in general that if in fact the Philadelphia Eagles finish with four wins in a row, 
that makes the conversation very difficult to return Wentz. But that, that wasn't even where I was going. I'm just saying right now, let's assume, okay, for your all intents and purposes for what you brought up, let's assume they do finish third. Mm-hmm. Now you've got Chicago right. and Arizona. Uh, yeah. And you're going to get to see Arizona up close and personal this weekend. Correct. So that's not easy by any means. And, and look, right. these other teams are not easy at all. As far as just, it doesn't matter if it's home or away. Right. You know, Oakland, Tampa, New Orleans, LA, and KC. Mm-hmm. That's five teams right there that present a problem for you offensively, at the very least. Denver's got a tough defense. Mm-hmm. Even if they have to come to Philly, they travel. Matt Rule, you know, he's going to be geeked up. Oh, ready to go against the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to see what they do in the in the first with their first pick because they're going to be picking pretty high. Do it? Do they go a quarterback or or what? You know, what do they do? But you know, Atlanta has got to be looking for a quarterback now. I would think you so. Know? I, I would think now yeah. is the time. I mean, think about it. Look at what New Orleans too. Did. Yeah, New Orleans. I mean, what do they do? I saw this thing. Jim Trotter put it out. And with a bunch of quotes from Sean Payton. And I, I don't know if Payton said this with a straight face or not, but he actually was like, yeah, Winston will have every opportunity to start next year if Drew Brees doesn't come back. Hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, well, what more do you need to see from Taysom Hill at this right. point to at right. least give Winston a shot this year? Right. Like, wouldn't you want to be proven right if you don't think Winston could do the job by throwing him out here for a game or two? Right. Yeah. And then don't waste your time, wash your hands of him in the offseason because somebody sure. else will take him. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's a competent backup quarterback who should be able to step in and get you a couple of games. I haven't even seen many mocks. Have you guys? I just looked at one uh, today, as a matter of fact, CBSSports.com. And then I went to Walter Football just to, you know, sort of get an idea. You know, they both had uh, Lawrence going one to the Jets, um, Justin Fields going second, and then the the tackle from Oregon is kind of the consensus okay. best tackle in the draft, and he's like typically going third in some of these mocks. Well, that would be Cincinnati, right? I believe so, yeah, yeah, which is a good idea. Protect Burrow. So Jacksonville is going to draft Justin Fields. That's what, that's what these mocks had, yeah. That's not a bad pick. No. You know, I understand, yeah. right? Mac yeah. Jones goes in the first round. Um, the kid from BYU, quarterback, goes in the first round. Yep. I've got Mac Jones from CBS Sports. I've got Mac going to Carolina. Oh Same wow, kid. yeah, and and the North Dakota State kid is went in the first round in both mocks. The quarterback, Carson Wentz, two point oh. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Was it Trace Lance? Trey Lance. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Trey Lance. Yeah. Paul. Yeah. Wow. I, I see. Oh, and he's pretty good too. He's he's pretty good. He's a good athlete. I mean, he can he can hose it too. Man, so Patrick I mean, Sertan has a son who's playing in the NFL for Alabama. He's yeah. a first round. Oh pick. yeah, yeah. He's he's a high pick. He's and a first they, round pick. Yeah. Eagles have uh, Caleb Farley from Vatech, the cornerback. Correct. The yes. Yeah. That's the first real mock that I've seen, and yeah, you guys are right. There, not Chris five. Farley. No, <laughs> although he was a great mocker for sure. Yes, he was. You know, just trying to go back here, man. Even the even this this isn't a bad draft for non quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. A lot of you good know, receivers. Yeah, yeah. Good guys on D. You're going to get some good linebackers, some rushers coming yep. out here. 
this is not a bad draft by any means. I know everybody's focused on what's going on with Trevor Lawrence at the top of it. First real guy that I see. So this this makes a, a little bit of a left turn. CBS Sports here for the fourth pick in the first round as Ron's L.A. Chargers drafting Florida's Kyle Pitts. Oh, yeah, he's, the, he's from uh, Abington, PA. Yeah. He right played there. at Abington. He's an unbelievable talent. And it's Did just an incredible matchup nightmare. He didn't play against LSU. That's one right. of the big reasons why I think they lost that game. They held him out because they wanted him to be super healthy for the Alabama game this week. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He's now, a beast. Is that a guy? I mean, you definitely have. Okay. So first off, you know, Hunter Henry's out because he's on the franchise tag. So that means mm-hmm. he's out. But are you are you really drafting unless you know he's going to be like Gronk level or yeah. Travis Kelsey level is probably the better comparison now. Do you draft somebody that high hmm. for a team that has a lot of other holes? They have a lot of knees. They need offensive line help. They need a lot of help. I mean, the, the um, next pick is Rashawn Slater, the kid from Northwestern, mm-hmm. who just pounds people. Well, I mean, you got to look at this. You got to have some weapons for this quarterback. Uh, this young quarterback to throw to, man. Why wouldn't you go get a guy like him? He's a game changer. You can't cover him with a linebacker, and you're too small if you're a safety to cover him. Yeah, he'd be well, Antonio Gates on steroids, I absolutely. think. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, the, the kid is unbelievable. Unbelievable. What's the highest uh, tight end has ever been drafted? Hmm. Kellen Winslow Jr. was drafted pretty highly. He, he was, was a bust. Fourth or fifth? Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Cleveland Bernie took him, Davis. didn't he? Yeah, there right, yeah. we go. Square dude, man. VD went number six. Vernon, yeah. Hawkinson yeah. went eighth overall. Iowa. Yeah. Yep. They had two first round. They had Fant and Hawkinson in that draft. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. People were kind of questioning uh, that Fant pick. Yeah. He turned out to be a pretty good player. I mean, he, you know, he's at the mercy of terrible quarterback. You play. can't go wrong with an Iowa tight end, man. Right. You that's can't. <laughs> or Penn State. Yeah. Penn State, yeah, they got another one's coming out. Oh yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, he looks good too, man. Yeah, he he fits all the he fits all the all the boxes. When was Cole Komet drafted? Or he from dropped, Notre Dame? He, he's the yeah, he with dropped, the Bears. Yeah, he dropped to the second round. That's yeah, right. he he was a second second or third. Yeah. So T.J. Hawkinson was taken in the eighth. I'm just trying to see a good call on Fant. He was taken twentieth mm-hmm. by Denver. Hayden Hurst was taken. The, with the 25th pick overall. OJ Howard, remember that was the Yeah, draft. Alabama. Alabama, yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm just trying to see if anybody was taken He's in Tampa. Ebron yep. was taken 10th by Detroit. Yep. I was just seeing if there was anybody in like the top 5 ever taken. Well, I know, look, Vernon Davis at 6 and and TJ at 8. I know we're we're technically nitpicking here, mm-hmm. but I, I'm curious because this might be and I'm seeing VD at six at 2006. This might be Kellen Winslow. You mentioned him. Yeah. He was also number six. So has anybody cracked the top five as far as a tight end is concerned? And again, some of that might just be circumstantial, where if those guys came out the year later they or a year prior, they might be number four, right? Yeah. Depending on need and all. But I, I'm just curious. Gronk was a second rounder, I think. Yeah, yeah. I believe he fell. Out Irv, of Arizona. Yeah. Remember yeah. Irv? Guys, come on, man. You don't remember Notre Dame? Irv Smith? Oh, yeah, sure. sure. Minnesota. Yeah. But uh, I, I think the Eagles are going to go 
in the direction of an offensive lineman, you know. And I, I really think the, the kid from uh, Oklahoma uh, plays center. Oklahoma Eagles, Keith Jackson, went 13th overall in 88. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that. Not the Keith Jackson. Yeah. Not, not O'Nelly, Keith Jackson. No. Oh, Nelly! Live from the banks of the Ola Tangy. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good there. Oh, man. <laughs> Willie yeah, Scott. But- now we go back to the 80s. I mean, that's tough. Junior Miller was taken. Number who do you seven. See? Now, who do you guys see the Eagles picking up? The real, who do you, what do you think is the biggest need? Uh, offensive Ooh. line. Ooh. Oh, no question. Yes, no question. Oh, wait, real quick. We got a break. Sorry. And Ron sent me something about punters, kickers, tight ends. So I have it all here in front of me. I have a cheat sheet. Good. In front of me. And we do have three guys in the history of the NFL who played tight end and drafted in the top five. A lot here. We need to wrap the hour coming up next. You are watching. You are listening. It is the middle. Phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Okay, two minutes. It'll be a tight one. Where was, where was Mike Ditka drafted? He was a tight end. Yeah, he was. He Out was drafted number five. Ah, sixty-one. He was one of them. Do you think you could name the other two? You'd have to. You'd have to really channel your inner Russo here. Mm. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't know Riley Odoms if he found you. Know Riley Odoms. He was a stud yeah. in the seventies. He was. Yes. Drafted by the Broncos. Fifth overall. Oh, wow. Travis Kennedy. Riley Adams. Sorry. Couldn't even get the name right. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I love when he tries to talk somebody down. Paul. 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 Yeah. I saw Riley Odoms play 15 years. Paul. Paul, <laughs> doggy, come on, doggy. The, these guys, these new guys, Paul, these new tight ends. Please, 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 please. I saw Riley Odoms. Yeah, it's like sore. I saw. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I saw Riley Odoms. Riley Odoms. Radio. Oh. Uh, he's no Billy Cannon. You don't have to imagine because there's. I know that. What about what if Bronk would have like five touchdowns? What next? You're going to give me Dave Casper? Dave Casper? The ghost of the post? The amount of debt with school tuition either. 
radio Paul, connection. Paul, Paul, please. Tuition, if you didn't see the play live, just don't talk. More info, don't talk. Visit radio connect. Oh, God. Yeah, Bull- <laughs> look, the cannon did it all, Ron Culver. You are listening to The Middle on the Sports Map Radio <laughs> Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. All right, so you mentioned one in the break, and hopefully you continue to watch us during the break, phillyvoice.com slash The Middle. We're back, hour two, including a Barrett breakdown coming your way in 55 seconds. But as Ron sent us this list here, top tight end ever to be taken number one, only one, Billy Cannon. That's it. Billy Cannon in 1960. Wow. And then you had Ditka. That's Harry's shout out in 61, taken fifth overall. Mm. And then Riley Odoms. Wow, man. Highest a kicker was ever taken. There were three kickers drafted in the first round. Janikowski, Janikowski in 2000. Yeah. Florida State. Charlie Gogolak. Who's not, that? Not Pete Gogolak. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Played on. for the New York Giants. Are you serious? Hold on. Yeah. Before we get to the to the breakdown here, the odds of two individuals playing in the NFL sharing that last name pretty slim. Well, how about you think they're related? Well, yeah, I'm sure they are. That's Charlie like the, Gogolak. It's like the Barr brothers from Penn State that played soccer at Penn State. Okay. Chris Barr and Matt Barr. I mean, they were kickers for like decades when I was a Forever. kid. Forever. Yep. Yeah. Forever. So the Gogolaks are Hungarian. Uh, Gogolak. Uh, Gogolak. <laughs> he would crush that name. <laughs> Gogolak. Who uh, is this guy you're talking about, man? A website. Chris Russo. Oh, yeah. Russo. Mad Dog Barrett. I got to get you some putts. I used you to don't know him? No. Oh, man. Really? Oh, oh, man. You, Mike and a Mad Dog, like, hold this whole Chris Russo? I saw Pete Gogol. From New York? Pick. Yeah, well, he's, he's a rookie. Yeah, but he's been doing, like, he has a ser- Mad Dog Radio on Sirius. Yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. That's him. <laughs> that's him. I used to work up there for him, and, and he's, uh, yeah, he's a gem, yeah, man. Yeah, he's, yeah. He's, yeah, yeah. he's, he's called me. He's called me all the time. Oh, there you go. Yeah. He stopped calling me. I guess I suck now, so he stopped calling me. Oh, really? <laughs> well, we got to talk to somebody up there. Colin Schmeling. You know, Pete Gogolak is uh, credited with introducing the soccer-style kicking to the NFL. Do you is know that, that right? Yeah. No wonder why he went first or was one of the top kickers drafted. The guy yeah. has this new technique. No, that's Charlie. I'm talking about Charlie Gogolak, not Pete Gogolak. That's his brother. Right. Yeah. Now, two punters were drafted in the first round. You know about Ray Guy. He's in the oh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, he's in the Hall of Fame. Right. How about Russell? Erksleben. Yep. Oh, was he Texas A&M or Texas? Uh, that I don't know. He was a Southwest Conference kicker when I was a kid. Didn't he go barefoot? Wasn't he one of those barefoot guys like Tony Franklin who, who kicked for the Eagles? Maybe. <laughs> he was barefoot. Yeah, he was at uh, Russell Erksleben. And he's got the longest successful field goal in NCAA history at 67 years old. Oh, how about that? He's also a three-time All-American punter. That's yeah. pretty impressive. All right, here we go. Another edition. You know it. You're here for each and every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at noon. We bring you a Barrett breakdown. This is just simplicity. Yeah, my breakdown stuff, you know, is usually complicated, but this is as simple as it gets. 
look at this. The Eagles are in 11 personnel, one running back, one tight end. Now, if you look at it, they tried to trip up the rookie and, and, and give a coverage that was too high, but it was actually man-free. Everybody's lined up man on the outside. Man, 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 man. He has a running back man. What happens, though? They get a pass rush on him. But since everybody's turning their back, carrying their man into the uh, into coverage, and it allows Jalen Hurts to go out and make a play. He made a decisive decision. Now, That's what we need. That in Carson in a long time. Just very decisive to go is, is what made this play. He had the athleticism to go down there and make a big play. The offensive line on this play has four down and a Mike linebacker. They come back, they get a little pass rush. He evades the pass rush, pocket presence, gets down and makes a big play. This is what we didn't have with Carson in a long time. The ability to go out there and make a play when there was no play. This is a breakdown I love to do because of simplicity and because it was a major factor in the game, especially in the red zone. That's what was happening to to Cleveland the other night with Lamar Jackson, too. Exactly. I mean, that's that's simple, you know, because – if you look at it, he used his feet to make a huge play in the red zone. I mean, imagine going man-to-man and turning around and see Jalen Hurts running 15 yards down the field. Right down I, the middle of the field. Yeah, yeah, you're covering your ass off, and now this guy is going down and making a play. It's a backbreaker. Right, right. Yeah. You know, you're doing everything you can. The pass rush, right. they're doing exactly what they're supposed to do. They're, they're, they're creating pressure on them, and they let them out the door. You know, how many times is that going to happen to us this weekend? We now, what down was that? I, I forget. What, what that was down? first down to make oh, it so bad. First, first down. Okay. Right. First down. You know, so, I mean, it wasn't even a pressure situation. Right. He had the wherewithal to make an instant decision. Because you would think if you're a defensive coordinator, if that's a third down, you got to play zone because you got to exactly. expect yep. the fact that he's going to take off. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. But it's a first down, and they thought they could get away with it. Mm-hmm. And they tried to trip him up because if you look at it, they started out at too high, too high safeties. Mm-hmm. As soon as the ball snapped, they inverted safety one up top. The other one went down. He went to cover the uh, running back, which let everybody man free. That means one high safety that's free. And then everybody across the board is man. But there's no man that could, you know, now cover uh, Jalen Hurts on a play. Right, And there's 20 yards between that safety. That's that solo exactly. safety and Jalen Hurts. Exactly. Yeah. So why not use that's that's a gimme. That's a layup. That's a layup. And that's one of the things that you know this offense now has. That's a that's just a simple layup. You play man, he can make you play. Right. And and Carson, to your, to your point, wouldn't take the layup. Right. No. He'd have been he'd have been right. a sack. he's trying to hit a three. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. He'd have been trying to push it to a guy that's that, that's you know covered like a blanket mm-hmm. instead of just taking the free yardage, you know. That's what we've been missing in this offense. Number one, the instantaneous decision. Number two, recognize that you can make a play. And number three, just executing it, just right. doing it. We haven't had that in so long that, you know, a simple play like that, you know, just gives me so much joy because we haven't had that in in months. Long time. Yeah. This is palpable joy, Aton. I can see it in his face. <laughs> yes, sir. This is a Gal Media property in partnership with Jacob Media. And you, my friend, are caught in the middle. The middle starts now on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Home loans that fit your life. Rocket Can. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios. 
Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So th- there's a story that came out of Pittsburgh that caught my eye. I wanted to bring up with you guys coming up in a couple of minutes. It's our second hour here. Our buddy Jeff Parles from Book It Sports, the Book It Sports app, where we maintain it's a fantastic, fun time during all opportunities where you've got a bet place. You want to brag. You want to learn. You want to keep up with what's happening. And we'll tell you all about that if you're new to it at 1240 Eastern time with Jeff and get a player two in there. Also, as we've been talking a little bit in the first hour about your honor. So hopefully other people are up on that. Now, two episodes in this show comes out every Sunday night. Is that Sunday right? night? Yes. Yeah. Which I love. I love having a Sunday night show because I can wait for that all the football to end and then wake up early Monday morning. I'll do the local hit here. Mm-hmm. on a TV spot and then be wide awake at 6 a.m. And it's a great way to kind of come down in the morning. I love that. Sunday night television is best served cold. Yeah, Meaning that's the way I look at Sunday night football mostly. I serve that cold. Hard. You're watching live stuff. I mean, you know, that's difficult. I don't know how you do that. I can't. Bro, I, have to, I, have to, I have to watch it live, man. I have to watch yeah. it. I have a post game show to do. Oh, well, that's different. Well, yeah, Eagles games are one thing, but if it's a Sunday night game, hmm. like Monday, you watch Monday night, did you not? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. It's a little different. I hate Sunday night football because all day Sunday, I'm, you know, I'm imbibing in life. And by about 7 at 30, 8 o'clock at night, I'm shot. Well, okay. All right. You got to pace yourself. Right? Nah, there's no pacing here. I mean, not on Sundays. This go hard or go home. Sunday fun day. <laughs> Look, this is not your sophomore year at ship, you, yeah. all right, where you got to put down the bottle of Mad Dog 2020 fast. How did you know the sophomore year was the special year? How did you that, know that? That's because most of those small schools won't allow you to pledge a fraternity. I did. Until you're a sophomore. No, I was a freshman, second semester. Well, that was rush. Yeah. No, no, no. That was pledging. Oh, jeez. I pledged. I pledged. I pledged. Spring yeah, well. 84. Gettysburg knew what was going to happen if they uh, let the freshman in. So. Well, I knew my grade point average would suffer if I didn't play yeah. as well first year. I got a 1-0 my first semester, my sophomore Did year. Did you? Yeah. I had a .6 once. That's, that's I got your great. B. Well, how many classes? Come on, would have killed me. Three Bs and two Fs. Five Come classes. I took three classes. I got a 1-0. Wow. What? Wow, yeah. you're really, really extending yourself. I did. I took <laughs> we, had, we had to take over 15 hours to play Man. to be helpful play football we they, have to didn't let me out of my, they didn't let me out of registration my first semester junior year because yeah. i yet to truly declare a major and i had all these credits like sporadically thrown around mm-hmm. in different spots it was credits like, credits credits yeah. all around seriously they're like no you need to declare a major right well i took three cl- so what happened was my soft my first semester sophomore year was my first semester as, you know, play at full on, like I was in the house at that point. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, it, it was crazy. I had, I took two classes that were at 830 in the morning, one on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, the other Tuesday, Thursday, no way I was getting to those classes. Right. Like, it just wasn't possible. <laughs> right. And the other class I took was Spanish. Now I had a beef with Gettysburg because I failed the class because I didn't show up to the class, mm-hmm. but every single test or quiz or any, including a midterm to a final, I got an A on because mm-hmm. I knew the language and I, I could understand this Destino's television show that we had to watch and then answer questions on. So I'm like, what the hell do I need to show up to class for? Mm. So right. my, my teacher at the time said, 
you're failing the class because you don't show up. You'll never be able to hold a job because you never you'll never show up to work. I don't know. That's a that's a real uh, logical equation. Right. Yeah. Well, you're you know. paying to go to school, but you're getting paid to go to work. You right. don't see the difference there, prof. Exactly. And by the way, I was acing these tests. Yeah. I come out and be a, a 10 question quiz on Destinos. <laughs> and I knew there was a quiz coming. So I'd show up to class. I'd get an A on that. And the next thing I know, I get my grades back and it's you're failing because class participation was like 35% of the grade. Oh, God. Well, see, yeah. I went to Kansas State when Kansas State wasn't cool, man. Like, we had to go to class because the football team before I got there was horrible. So <laughs> all the perks. Right. So, so all, of, all the auto stress, like, all right, you play football? Okay, well, go to class. I mean, it's like, I'm like, I mean, I heard stories about, you know, football players getting grades, but they never did that at Kansas State. Never. Yeah, that's had weak, to go weak. To No, I had to go. Seriously, I had to yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, we had this uh, we had this kid, man. His name is Tyson. Tyson Swigert, man. Kid from Iowa. You got 20. 20 seconds. No, I, I got to tell a story later on. I'm yeah, he can't. <laughs> yeah. Can't get 20 seconds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hard left on that, huh? Yeah. Tyson's the guy that you got to really tell the story so you really know, you know, you know, the, the in-depth reasonings on, on what I was about to say the story about. All right, here we go. This is The Middle on the SportsMap Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. We tell you every time, and especially when we introduce the show, you know, Barrett Brooks on the post-game show here, NBC Sports Philadelphia, NFL Eagles analyst. I'm curious, because you've done this on radio, TV. Has any player ever publicly or privately responded to your criticism about that said player. Like, man, that Brooks dude is, is, is out of pocket. Like he doesn't know. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Or, or privately. I, I'm privately. They wouldn't do it publicly. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't stop you in a public arena. Is no, that what I'm no, gathering no. here? No, you're not, you're not going to try me like that because they know, you know, so I'm trying to give you everything you want. I will, I will meet you halfway wherever you want to be at. And we can do it however you way you want to do it, you know, because I don't play that. You know, I, I, I tell guys the truth. I mean, if I'm lying about it, then I say you have a legit beef. But I'm telling the truth. So if we go out there and we talk about, all right, you know, I mean, you messed up on the screenplay. You don't know if I know you messed up on the screenplay. How do you know? Because I know screenplays. <laughs> tell me what the screenplay is. Okay, that's what I'm going to tell you. And I go through the whole thing. All right, first guard, first side, front side guard. He gets out. He's got to attack the mugger. The mugger's the guy that has the back man to man. You got to block him. The next guy out was probably be the center. He goes out and he has to get the widest guy on the field. Then the backside guy got to check just to make sure everybody um, that's to reach the play from the backside gets cut off. And if there's nobody there, then he goes up the field and and, and takes the alley. It's got to be on the alley. That's where the numbers are. Right, I mean, so that's, that's football, man. Was there anybody that you would be open to acknowledging that you guys had to have a conversation? Or is uh, it, you want to keep it private? That's fine too. Yeah, I mean, because they because players trust me, so I don't yeah. I don't do that. But you know okay. they trust me in a lot. I'm sure. I'm sure it was a play of magnitude that right. 
probably didn't go that player's or the team's way, and you right. call out, and then somebody says, "Hey, man, you know what's going on here?" That I'm like, happened, yeah, he messed up on his play. I tell that? him he messed up on his play. Right. I tell him when he messed up on it, they'd be like, "Hey, man," I'm like, "Ho, ho, did you or did you not mess up? You don't know." I said, "I do know that." This is the protection. The protection was scat protection. The offensive line had four down in the mic. Right. Well, that's if you that's, get the mic backer, it's your fault you didn't get the mic backer. So Am I wrong? McFarland was called out by oh. Marquise Pouncey. Wow. And McFarland called Pouncey soft for losing his spot on the Monday night. Well, pardon me. McFarland called the offensive line soft of the Steelers yes Correct. and yeah. then Pouncey responded saying McFarland was soft for losing his spot on the Monday night football team wow <laughs> that's a great blast back touche. that's too shit I mean <laughs> I can't say nothing or they said all right you you haven't even been on the Monday night you, I, 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 I haven't I'm not that good yet I guess it's crazy, man. He says, Booger, these quotes are the same reason why you are not on Monday Night Football anymore. Oh, <laughs> man. Commentating, commentating great again with that oh. hashtag. <laughs> Somebody's got to right. pick Booger up off the canvas after right, that. Right. You think that's a, a knockdown, drag out type? Yes. Right there? A, drop, a to, mic drop. He's got to concede on that. He's got to concede. You know what I'm saying? You got to step down. You take gotta... the L, Booger. Take right, the L. Right. <laughs> Well, look, you know, if you're Booger McFarlane right now, it's not like you're not working. The guy is on the halftime show for right. Monday Night Football, right? Or what the hell is he on the halftime show for? Yeah, he's on uh, Monday Night Football. He's on the, the pregame and the in the halftime. He's also replaced Tom Jackson on the NFL primetime. With Berman. With Berman, right, yeah. which is unwatchable. Yeah. I hate to do it to Chris Berman. It's just going on too long. It's the yeah. same stuff. Yeah, bumbling, bumbling, and he could go all the way. Yeah, do we really need that anymore? It's like uh, playing the Benny Hill theme. Is there mm -hmm. not an updated song for when something goes crazy or wacky that you can go to? Right. <laughs> well, it is what it is, man. I mean, touche, man. He got he he got out jousted on that. He got out sparred. Well, that's the thing. If you're booger, what do you do hey, with yeah. it? Like, yeah, you can't you stop going after people. No, you got to keep going. Yeah. You got to pick your ball up and leave. That's what you got to do. But right. I tell you, saying that word soft, I mean, that's a that's a curse word to an athlete. I oh, mean, okay. Barrett, you know better than us, but that, that's a – that gets people's that. attention. That's manhood. That's that's trying yeah. your manhood. You know, I mean, that's that, you can call me anything but soft. Don't call me soft, man. Well, right. look, Booger might be back up sooner than later. They may recall Booger McFarland to the booth as Lou Riddick is interviewing today for the Texans GM job. Ah. He's also scheduled to interview Friday for, for the, the Lions ah. general manager job. First known <laughs> external candidate to be interviewed by Detroit. So he is a hot commodity. He is a hot ticket mm -hmm. right now. Well, hold on, hold on. Houston, then Detroit. Hey, Ty, look at the angst right now in Harry's face. Uh, he's just off. <laughs> I think he's going to be good. I, I want him here. Oh, he will be. Yeah. He'll be I don't think he's going to get the departure of the current general manager. I know. I'd hit the eject button on Howie so fast. His, I mean, Jeffrey Lurie's head would spin. <laughs> yeah, that's that guy really knows. He knows the game. Yeah. He's an ex-player. He knows the game. 
I mean, I don't know about contract negotiation, but I mean, I know for a fact that he would come in and be a great GM yeah. and bring in the needed talent. You mean, look, it's working in San Fran. Mm-hmm. It's working in, um, you know, it's working, you know, in, in uh, what was it? San Fran. John Lynch has done a tremendous job. Right. And the Raiders. Good. And the Raiders. And the Raiders. Well, that's Mayock, yeah. Yeah, right. Mayock. Yeah. So, right. yeah, I mean, that, that to me, it would be great. The problem is that I just, I feel like Detroit will never be good. No. Right? I mean, no. it doesn't matter who you bring in there. There's something about Houston, on the other hand, you at least have something you can build around in a ter- in a, an amazing talent. A terror. And Deshaun. Yeah, right. There and, Deshaun. and the thing is, is Stafford's near the end, isn't he? He's, right. he's yeah. close to the end. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. let's see. I'll go back and see. Who do they have the Lions taking in this mock draft? Because they're probably going to be kind of like, what, top 10, top 12? Oh yeah, Micah Parsons from Penn goes, State. Yeah, goes yeah. To Detroit. Great linebacker, a fantastic linebacker. But I think good midnight green. To Harry's point, though, you know Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, right? These guys are going to be off the board. Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence. But you know, do you look at the kid from North Dakota State and jump on Trey Lance with the eleventh or twelfth pick and take a quarterback to replace Stafford? Because if you are a new coach slash general manager coming into Detroit, don't you want to solidify the start of your campaign mm-hmm. around a young quarterback? As well, opposed to like holding up. Look, if, if Stafford's here for two more years and you stink, you can, it's hard to separate yourself from that. You're still associated right. with that stench. Right. Ask Brett Brown, how that goes. Right, right. It's hard to get away from that. I, I don't know. It just seems like your own, yeah. never be good. You want to set your own dynasty up as opposed yeah. to a carryover. Absolutely, right? I mean, you're a chef. How difficult would it be for it's one thing for for me to pick the ingredients of what you're going to cook. It's another thing to start sautéing something. It's another thing to start seasoning. It's another thing to start boiling and then adding stuff to the water and then having you jump in mid-cook and say, "Oh, by the way, Barrett, finish this meal." Let's let's fix this meal. Yeah. Yeah. I Take would it the hell away. Detroit is a black hole. Of loss. Well, so is so are the Eagles. Well, the Eagles That's just the won three years ago, and I'm they have Jalen Hurts. Well, there, there's one guy at CBS Sports that did a mock draft, Josh Edwards, and he's got the Lions taking Trey Lance. Interesting. With the 11th pick. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. I think you have to take a quarterback if you're Detroit, right? Yeah. What? Why else? I mean, what the hell else are you going to do? And, and it's no not Parsons is fantastic. All three of us know that. What what year what what year is this for for Stafford? Boy, he's got to be in his what like. Didn't he come in with Matty Ice also? Weren't they a part of the same draft? He's got to be somewhere around ten years you know, in the league, isn't he? You know what? He's only thirty-two years old. Isn't that no, they're insane? Not, they're not picking up a quarterback. He's, he's only thirty. You're right. You know what, Barrett? You you are a hundred percent right. He's thirty-two years old. He's been in the league eleven years. Eleven years. Wow. Oh nine was year one. That's Matt Millen's. Uh. Wasn't it Matt Millen's draft? I don't know. That's your guy. Yeah, that's your guy. He, 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 anything negative he took wide receivers. About Matt Millen. Oh, he took all the wide receivers. <laughs> yeah. Wide receiver you. Every single wide receiver. No, you're right, man. Stafford isn't going anywhere. But all I, you know, I wasn't saying he was going anywhere. All I was making the point was between Houston and Detroit, you've got one quarterback that is closer yeah. to the end of his career as yeah. opposed to another guy who, you know, could use a fresh start with new coaching and new GM who's at the Ice? beginning of his career. 
Right. Matty Ice is what year? He's close to the end. You got to start thinking about re retooling that team too. I agree. I don't know what my Atlanta's doing at this point. I mean, they've already got rid of a defensive-minded coach who was able to build a team on his own vision defensively. That didn't work. No. They're tied up to a couple of guys. I mean, they have an amazing set of healthy talent out huh. there on the outside. All three of these guys on CBS Sports have the Falcons picking Zach Wilson with the seventh pick. Really? Yep. So there you have it. I, I Yeah, that makes sense. It, mm. it makes sense. Yeah, I see it here too. Zach Wilson on the other one. Yeah. That makes too much sense, right? You start to look at these guys becoming their own stop gaps. Yeah. That's probably what's going to happen with both Matt Ryan and Matthew Stafford is that because of contract and age, they'll wind up becoming their own stop gap, right? Mm -hmm. Right. That's not going to happen with Aaron Rodgers. I don't think Aaron Rodgers would, if he'll be gone before he becomes a stop gap tutelage type guy. And to be fair to Rodgers, he's too good to be that. Yeah. You don't want he, happen, man. He, he he saw what he did. He's like, no, nah, I'm not letting that happen to me. Do you, do you can't do it. You think like Lurie or somebody up top is sending a message down to Doug, like keep Carson Wentz the hell away from Jalen Hurts. I know there were reports that they don't talk anyway and all that other stuff. But I mean, at, at, as bad as it's been for Wentz, wouldn't you want to separate the two anyway? Hey, you know, Jalen, uh, next time you you drop back, start looking for the. No, no, stop talking to him. <laughs> Stay away from him. Get the hell away from him. <laughs> don't tell him anything that you're so. Wow. Talk to know. Sudfeld. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> Talk to Nate. Got a better eye right now. Oh, God. no, come on, guys. Wait, stop, man. Stop. We ain't going to do that, man. Come on, man. Hey, he, he, would help. he would help him. It, no, you're right. He wouldn't help him. He wouldn't help him. I, I wouldn't help him. No, I did help people. Like, I knew I was long on the tooth when I first got to uh, Pittsburgh. In fact, they told me, they laid out my job description when I signed with them. Mm-hmm. They said, Barrett, we'll bring you in. You're, you're a utility player. You probably won't start. Swing tackle. I, yeah, you'll be yeah. the swing tackle, the swing guard. We know you could do that. And we know that you, you get along well with, with other guys on the team. We got some young guys that need a little, you know, kick in the butt sometimes. Keep them on track. And that's how – you know, you'll you'll play here for a long time. That's exactly yes, what he told me. Because you were still playing at a good level. Right, right. At a better than decent level. Carson Wentz was playing so bad, so poorly this year, that I wouldn't want him coaching anybody. I wouldn't want him coaching the groundskeeper. Nobody. <laughs> like, stay away from everybody. You brought in as a coach slash player, that's because you can do both. You can play still. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want any words of wisdom from Wentz to anybody this year. Take, take well, a lap. Well, you can't say that because I think it's more so he wanted to complete the huge play as opposed to taking what was in front of him. You got to take what's in front of you. You can't, you can't, you can't um, put yourself in a bad predicament because you're trying to overachieve. And I think that's mostly what he was trying to. He was trying to overachieve as opposed to just taking what was in front of him. You know, I got he a wanted, great headline here. What's that? Nikhil Harry's trainer says Cam Newton is partly to blame for the wide receiver's lack of production. Wow. That's going to go over in the locker room. we got to hit this coming up. Oh, man. Our buddy Jeff Parles is going to join us from Book It coming up at 1240 Eastern. A lot happening in the final half hour. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com, slash the middle, and Sports Map Radio. We've never experienced a year like 2020. A deadly pandemic. Political division, social unrest, 
natural disasters. Yet, we're still here, and now, so are the holidays. Hi, I'm John Doherty. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy and Healthy New Year. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust. And that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client. That a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, While we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one. And they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid Um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. Uh, The the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. The, the, middle. the middle. Now, Barrett's on a phone today, so that's why the, the quality isn't what yeah. you would expect. My green screen is out. Right now, we are the physical embodiment of what the Philadelphia Eagles are. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Fully showered. I've got my hair uh, slicked back with product. And I gave you guys a precursor for what last night was going to be. A whole lot of this. And I was right. The Middle with Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. Weekdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. All right. You know, one thing, it's going to be really tough to get past all of this, right? What, in New England? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe people don't pay attention to trainers like we think they would. But this is coming from Whitfield. Mm. Oh, sorry. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studio, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So trying to figure this thing out about the trainer, Whitfield is his last name, mm-hmm. Rashad Whitfield. Nikhil Harry's trainer. Correct. Okay. And 
talking to the Patriots wire on Tuesday, both Harry and Whitfield worked together in the offseason. Quote, he's a first round draft pick, so he's got to live up to it this year. End quote. And then he was asked, well, has he? Has Harry worked, lived up to that? Not Harry Mays. We're talking no, no. about the kill Harry. I don't know if Harry Mays works with a trainer. No, I do not work with a trainer, but I've definitely lived up to my billing. You have lived up to your classic. Yes. Sure. You have. I have not underachieved. No. At, at the very least, we can say that you have achieved. Right. I don't know if it's overachieved, but you have not underachieved. Correct. All right. So Whitfield says, quote, we've got a new quarterback. We've got to put some of that expletive on Cam. Cam hasn't been the most accurate this year. Like if Nikhil had Tom Brady, Tom Brady would have fed him. Oh, really? Back there with Cam, and Cam's getting acclimated to the offense too. Now, Whitfield added, it's a big deal coming from Tom Brady to Cam Newton. That's one of Cam Newton's biggest issues, mm. mechanics. Oh, is that right? Well, then why why last year, Nikhil Harry's played two seasons. I think he was hurt for one season as yep. well. Um, after being drafted near the bottom of the first round a few years ago. Yes. Uh, with Tom Brady last year, he had 12 catches for 105 yards. Yep. Okay. That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's but he was there. Scary. He was there in the system for two years. Right. With him. Yeah. So he he saw how to run the offense. He, he saw nothing, he this kid. Nothing. Why would he even – I would cuss my trainer out for even opening his mouth. Knowing that I've underachieved the way I've underachieved, I wouldn't have said anything. No. Well, I, I wonder, though, you know, and speaking of which, we're, we're talking about your honor a lot. It's a legal show, and I'm sure you're going to see a lot of court element stuff, as you already have seen a couple of things in there. And one of the most famous things that you'll see in real life, boring-ass court, but also on these, like, law and order shows, is a, a lawyer will specifically say something inflammatory that they know an objection will be a sustained, right? right. But they and just want to get it heard. Exactly. And the judge you can't unhear it like that from the record. Exactly. And, and I, I just wonder if Nikhil Harry knows for damn sure, he doesn't have the job position or stature to come out and start challenging things. But maybe if it comes from a trainer, he can then pu at least publicly be like, yo dude, shut up, shut up. Even though behind the scenes, he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get him. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And it didn't come out of his mouth. Directly. Right. I mean, right. What what other explanation would there be other other than, you know, hey, dude, like you can't like Whitfield is running a serious game here of jeopardizing his clientele. If he's just going to start flapping his lips about what people tell him behind the scenes or off the record in training sessions. Well, that's exactly what happened because he 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 virtually was like, all right, man, what's going on? How come we ain't playing? He, and, and dude's like, man. Cam just can't get the ball to me. He, you know, he sucked, man. He, he just he, <laughs> right. he didn't do anything to make it happen. I mean, if I had Brady back here, I'd be all world. I'd be a pro bowler. But since he ain't here, Cam can't throw the damn ball. It's right. making me look bad, man. He's making us look bad. You know that's what happened. That's now, exactly what happened. Now, what is, how does Hoodie handle this? Because he, you never hear stuff coming out of New exactly. England, out of the locker room, whether it's a trainer or a player or a coach or a, a locker room attendant. Nothing gets out of there. Can you imagine oh. him walking into the facility after reading this? He's like, hey, uh, you. Yeah. Come here for a minute. Come here. Yeah. You haven't done nothing since you've been here. Come here. Right. Let me talk to you for a minute. <laughs> exactly. Eitan yeah, yeah. is having a fit over there. 
something is going on at, at Shea so Shander. <laughs> Sneezing. You ever sneeze and cough at the same time? Yes. Oh my God. Out, it's bro. dangerous. Yeah. You can blow your eyebrows out. I felt like I was being waterboarded just now. <laughs> oh, I'm trying okay. to sneeze, and, and it's like, no, you're going to cough instead. Right. My body doesn't know how to act. But can you imagine that, though? Can you yeah. imagine the conversation he had? Yeah. I mean, that, that had been a great conversation. Like, yo, oh, bro. Yeah. I can't believe you opened your mouth to say anything. Like, no, my 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 trainer, no. Oh, yeah. And in most of these uh, mock drafts, I see New England taking wide receivers, yeah. uh, notably out of Alabama. So you think like uh, Nikhil Harry might be on the you know the next train, right? It's not a good look if you can't play up there, right? Jalen Waddle, who's the stud that got hurt this year uh, for Alabama. I think he got hurt in a Tennessee game trying to return a kick. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's done for the year. Yeah, yeah. He's the yeah. real deal. Yeah. He, 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 he runs better routes than Judy, but has speed, mm -hmm. real speed. Yeah, that's going to put somebody behind on the depth chart for sure. Probably Harry, first and foremost. Yeah. Real quick, I know it's signing day. Yes. Dion Sanders. His son? No. No. Sanders himself. The oh, coach. he's a coach, right? Jackson State, right? Yeah, 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 correct. He pulled the top junior college JUCO DB, Dejon Warren. Is that away right? Away from Georgia. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty damn big. Good. This is gonna be huge, man. For uh, you know, uh, historically black colleges, man. For mm -hmm. him to be there, they're gonna get, take some great, great talent away from these bigger schools. And but it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be like a an Alabama thing going to Jackson State as opposed to going to other colleges like that. They're gonna be blowing everybody out because they're gonna have NFL caliber talent talent because they're thinking, all right, if you go there, Dion can get you in the league. If anything, you're gonna get seen being on Dion's team. Well, you know who went to Jackson State? Yeah, his son Walter, Walter Payton. Walter, 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 yeah, Payton. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Walter Payton went to Jackson. Uh, State. I'm sure he's everywhere. Right, My his name went, and face have to be yeah. everywhere down there. Yeah, my boy went there too to play with me, Lester Holmes. Big oh yeah, player. not yeah. the hitman though. No. <laughs> All right, coming up, Jeff Parles, our buddy from Book It Sports, is going to join us. Tell you all about a great app, as well as get some picks from Jeff. It's the middle phillyvoice.com/slash the middle in Sports Map Radio. We've never experienced a year like 2020, a deadly pandemic political division, social unrest, natural disasters. Yet, we're still here, and now, so are the holidays. Hi, I'm John Doherty. May this holiday season bring you joy and peace. May 2021 be a better year for all of us. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy and Healthy New Year. The philosophy that guides my work as an attorney is, number one, that we are in place of a position of trust, and that trust provides a certain obligation upon us that we must um, fulfill for each and every client, that a client just simply isn't another number. Uh, while we may have many cases here, um, the client only has one, and they deserve the utmost attention, information, and a full and candid um, relay of the aspects of their litigation and for us to be available for questions. We understand that the questions involved in litigation go beyond the case. 
Uh, the clients often have many challenges that they have to face as a result of the um, incident that led them to us. And we must first and foremost appreciate that and make sure that we're there to help throughout not only the case, but also throughout the client's life. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Attention women of South Jersey and the Delaware Valley. Sign up right now with our lady NRA instructor, Nayara Andrzak, who will teach you gun safety as part of this three-hour safety class, which is being held at Delaware Valley Sports Center in Philadelphia. For information, drop an email to info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. That's info at DelawareValleySportsCenter.com. Learn the fundamentals at Delaware Valley Sports Center. You can't miss. What's going on here with the network? Why are we off here? We're not on the air. It says live. Well, no, we, we're live on the stream. There's just something with the network that's popping up. I don't understand it. It might be on their end. I think it's on their end. Yeah. This is The Middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts studios, here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. It's a Wednesday, 1240 Eastern time. So that means we're going to hang with our buddy Jeff Parles. Of course, we've been speaking with Jeff now for a couple of weeks here. You can follow him if you're not already. And shame on you if you're not at Jeff Parles on Twitter, the Parlay Cast, all things content at Book It HQ, the Book It Sports app. You just saw the spot, our sponsor each and every day for overtime. So while we continue to inform you all out there about this great new app, Jeff is going to be here to talk about it a little more in depth and, of course, throw a couple of picks on his way out. Always a pleasure, Jeff. Hope all is well with you, man. Thanks for having me, guys. As always, uh, a, a nice sterling 0-2 in my two that I gave you last week. So uh, only <laughs> we can go is up. It happens. Yeah, happens. It happens. That is okay. true. And now it gives you the ability to get made fun of, too, you know what I'm saying? So they definitely make fun of me when I do my pick. So you're you're good. You're good. <laughs> that's, that's all about being a target. And, yeah. and that's part of it. Now, how big of a target are you on the Book It Sports On the app. app. Yes, knowing, of course, that you are a, a big name and you provide content for it as well, I'm sure that you've developed a, a little bit of a following that probably enjoys maybe every now and again a, a bad beat or a bad loss on you. Well, I look, uh, when you have one as bad as that Maryland one I gave you guys last week where they were down by 18 about 12 minutes into the game, you're going to get a, a whole assortment of ribbing from people for saying how bad your dick was. And you know what? Sometimes you just got to take it on the chin and be like, well, we got this one horribly wrong. So, yeah, yeah. No, look on the app as a, 
I will say it is good. The last the, the last one that I put out on the app was the once again mispriced Gus Edwards anytime touchdown prop. Yes. <laughs> mispriced now for the better portion of a month and a half. Uh they, I got him at plus three fifty, cashed early, scored twice. I didn't the Gus bus. scoring twice the scoring twice prop. I would imagine that was in the in the realm of uh twelve to one. So you had a big day if you uh, followed me on the Gus Edwards train on Monday. Yeah, because it's not only about sides and totals; it's about these props. And I know, uh, I know the app is is all over those things. I, I got to ask you, uh, Jeff. Uh, the Eagles hot off their big win, and Jalen Hurts is the talk of the league, at least for a couple of days. Las Vegas doesn't seem to be buying into it by the look of this number out in Arizona. What do you think about that? So, I, look, not overly big surprise there, Harry, because. We saw kind of what happened once New Orleans got a little more used to what Jalen Hurts is. Uh, New Orleans really slowed him down. Again, I, it's not like the Eagles were, were were really opening up the playbook in that second half. They really just – I, I want to say they were playing the prevent offense in the, in the second half, uh, just making sure that Hurts doesn't lose the game. Six and a half feels about right to me. I wouldn't be shocked if that goes either way. If it gets to a whole seven, I, I, can, I can get that. If it goes to six – I can get that. I, I think also too the Cardinals finally found themselves again with that deep with their defense. I mean, look at look at the Temple product. That's Austin Reddick, yeah, absolutely off uh, with the five sacks against the Giants. So look, it, it, it's a tough matchup for the Eagles. It's a desperate football team in Arizona trying to hold on to that seven seed. I think six and a half is just about right. I don't like it, man. I don't like it at all, man. You know, just looking at everything that's been going on. And like I said, I'm the worst better in the world, man. So every time I every time I say something's gonna happen, it's the exact opposite. So I need to start betting against Fade Barrett. Fade Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But what what you know, what what are the odds that Carson gets back in the lineup um this year? I mean, is is there a line saying that he's gonna play this amount of plays, you know, even with these last three games with Hurts being in the lineup? What is the likelihood you think, and there and is there a line for that that he going to enter the lineup uh, this year? I haven't I haven't seen that. Uh, I, I'm sure uh, I, I know points bet does a name of bet things, uh, so I'm sure if so, someone threw that in there, they would make a line. I would be uh, barring a Jalen Hurts injury, I would be shocked if we see Wentz again this year. It just yeah. he, Hurts play again. That first half was as good of a, a quarterback half that the Eagles have had. I mean. Geez, since probably the fourth quarter of that giant game on the Thursday night. I mean, we're going back uh, to, to, to uh, pre-November at that rate. So right, right. Um, it, it, it's a scenario where I would be shocked if we see Wentz again, unless if Jalen Hurts uh, were to get injured. And I, look, I would make the line. Uh, they, they'd probably be a little bit cautious if they were to make a line on that. I, I'd still probably put it in the ballpark, a plus 600 on Wentz, uh, <laughs> over a half snap the rest of the season. Uh, the the way you can honestly get hurt with that is if they throw Carson out there to take a knee at the end of a game, which could yeah. uh so that that would be my guess on that, Barrett. Well, that would be one of the worst beats out there since Monday night's game. Seriously. If they have it, I'm betting it. If they have it, I'm betting it. But that that I'm would be the way in which in which you would get it. Uh, so Jeff joining us, of course, from the Book It Sports app, and we've been telling you about that every day, as you know, our sponsor for overtime. And and I just wanted to get some more depth from you as we continue to spread the word, spread the message about this great app that you guys have created. I wanted you to kind of give a little more depth and kind of fill in some blanks just about what separates the Book It app from other apps that 
you can do maybe one of two things as opposed to the Book It app where you can do four or five things. Yeah, it's look, it's very similar to what you can do, uh, in all honesty, on Twitter with one added key feature to that, which is you can track your bets. And we have, and one thing too to be looking on a lookout for. We have a huge update coming in the next in the next few days before Christmas. Uh, we expect to have a huge update that allows the pick tracking abilities to be even furthered, which is very important. Uh, that's been something that we've been that our our our, uh, our app downloaders, our clientele has wanted a little more features with the with the uh, pick tracking. You're going to get that hopefully before Christmas, definitely before the new year. And, of course, uh, it's sports betting only, guys, sports betting only. So none of the other stuff that goes on in social media, hopefully we eliminate some of the pettiness, which right. uh, we know is a, a difficult thing to eliminate in this space. But uh, but we, uh, we, we're we on track to uh, eliminating that from our app right now and uh, really just a, a great place to uh, document your picks and document all your sports gambling takes on Book It Sports. Hey, Jeff, we saw two pretty good teams go at it on Monday night in a crazy game that ended up being in a, a crazy bad beat for, for some of the, the betters. But out of, I mean, beside from those two teams who I think can hang with basically almost every team in the NFL, except maybe Kansas City, are you seeing a team that could go into Kansas City because they're going to have home field now with Pittsburgh falling behind? Is there a team in the AFC you could see going in there and giving Kansas City a game? So uh, let's go process of elimination here. The way Pittsburgh's playing right now, no. Their offense uh, they just looks bad. I, they need to get Deontay Johnson right. If they don't get Deontay Johnson right, who is their most expensive, or excuse me, explosive offensive player, they're not, they don't have a shot. Uh, Baltimore, I just, I, it, we've seen it already a few times. Mahomes just owns Lamar Jackson. Those, mm -hmm. That's what's happened so far. Cleveland, I'm not buying. I think that defense just isn't good enough to slow them down. So that really leaves us with the AFC uh, Buffalo. The one issue I have with Buffalo is that they are like Kansas City light. And I think when push comes to sub, shove, Kansas City will just outscore them. So it comes down to the two AFC South teams to me, Indianapolis and Tennessee. I think Indianapolis is the best made up to go in there and win because that is a team that will shorten the game. In order to beat Kansas City, to me, you have to make it an eight-possession game, make it as the least amount of possessions as you possibly can, and make Kansas City score basically on 75% of their possessions, which are they capable of that? Of course they are. We've already seen that this year mm -hmm. in that game in Buffalo in the rain. So it, to me, it's a whole scenario where Indianapolis has that run game. They have that great offensive line. They have a defense that isn't playing great right now, but we have seen when they're fully healthy that they can slow really good offenses down. So I would give Indianapolis the best chance. The one problem with that, as we've mentioned before, I'm banking on Phillip Rivers to do something good in a big spot. That would be the big hesitation. But I, I just think they, the way they're constructed, we saw it last year in a game where they just had, I think it was 43 minutes of possession on a Sunday night for Indianapolis in a game they won in Kansas City. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I would give the Colts the best chance to beat Kansas City, but it's still not a good chance, Harry. Right. Yeah, but, you know, and real quick, if that's the case, then Indianapolis is going to have to win a couple of more games. Correct. And the more they win, I would think, just through logic, and I'm not great with that, but the more they win, the less their odds will be, the more that they will drop. Correct. So it might not be a bad chance or opportunity right now to jump in at 28 to 1. On a future, take, yeah. yes, and take the Colts here. Same Jonathan Taylor's really running the ball oh, well. Man, for they, them. We, we were putting our money behind Philip Rivers, but look, uh, 
At this point, Indy – look, Indy plays Houston this week. They'll mm-hmm. win that game. I know they struggled in Houston to hold on, but they'll win that game. They're seven-and-a-half-point favorite, really a seven-point favorite in that one based off the way the juice is at DraftKings. But uh, they get Pittsburgh week 16. If they go to Pittsburgh and win, those odds are going to be in the teens, maybe even uh, at 10-1. to 1. So I'm with Eton on that. If you're going to do this, do it probably now. do it now. And in all honesty, if they lose to Houston, your bet's dead anyway. So you might as well go ahead and do it now. <laughs> Love it, Barrett's man. trying to figure out what you just said. Uh, I'm, I'm getting it now. I'm, you know, because and, and that's that's the great thing about that. I'm starting to get it now. You know, I'm starting to you know get a feel for who's good and who's not good. Um, I, I tend to leave Aton alone. Just just go with the app, man. That's I mean, it 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 really. Besides it making funny, it also gives you a lot of information <laughs> on a lot of stuff, man. So I, that's why I, that's why I do it, man. I I, I just can't bet. I'm, I just suck at betting. So, but that's what it's about. It's about being informed first. Yeah, I, right, I, I bet right. I bet with the heart instead of betting with the numbers. And I'm yeah. just now starting to bet with the numbers. I'm telling you, you could have an entire following out there. You could create your own gambling show, mm-hmm. Fade Brooks, Fade Brooks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or call it Fade Me, and basically not not even bring attention to yourself but basically the show is you getting up there giving your picks and the idea is just go the opposite of everything that you do mm-hmm. you know how bad you're making people money yeah bro and that's exactly what happens just like on my pregame show on nbc bro i you know eagles um i always go with a you know i, I can't go with players that are going to do good like if i say all right brandon graham's gonna have two sacks he ends up getting shut out and no no facts, no tackles or anything, you know. So you're the mush. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Jeff, I'm just curious. Uh, I know we've got a minute or so here as we wind down. And, and again, at Jeff Parles on Twitter, book at HQ as well. Have you looked at all in any futures? Speaking of which, any futures with the NBA? You're looking at any college hoops futures that might have adjusted with a couple of games under your belt? College hoops, college hoops futures I've stayed off. It's just going to be really difficult to handicap the whole way through. Based off of what I've seen, uh, for people that have followed me through the years, I'm not a big Scott Drew guy, but I think Baylor's actually the best team in the country. Uh, just the way they play defense and their guard depth is very impressive. And the uh, Presbyterian uh, transfer Flagler has been awesome in the few games that they've been able to play. Uh, so and the odds are too short on Baylor. I wouldn't do that right now. Uh, maybe see if they lose a few games in Big 12 play and see if they get back above uh, 10 to 1 where they're at right now. In the NBA, the only bet that I have made, it was actually a win total. I bet Atlanta under 36 and a half, uh, which in a 72-game season, in order to go over that, they have to be over 500. I I know they are much better than they were a year ago, but really, are we really saying they're going to be over 500? That team still won't play any defense. They're still going to have to outscore them and I'm, everyone they play. And I, I just don't think they're at quite a level yet to go over a 36, a 36 and a half. To, it, there is some 35 and a half out there now. It's more 35 and a half than 36. I still like it under 35 and a half also. Uh, so uh, I, I would bet Atlanta Hawks under their win total. That's the only thing I would do right now in the NBA. Just again, this year is going to be really, really difficult to handicap just because we, especially with all those games condensed, a few positive tests, you could yeah. end up losing a few games you're not supposed to, or you could draw a team that's that banged up with COVID, and you could end up with a few extra wins. So it's a little bit complicated this year in that month. Look at that nugget on your way out. That? Love it, Jeff. Thank you, sir. Thank you, guys. All right, we'll chat. Thanks, Jeff. Appreciate you as always. Of course.
at Jeff Parles on Twitter. Quick break. It's the middle, phillyvoice.com slash the middle and sports map radio. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. Yeah, bro. That's why I, I don't. I don't do fantasy. I don't do fantasy either, man. I, I just crush everything to go negative. I swore that off too. Especially the season long. It's just too many damn injuries. Right. <laughs> yeah. This hump day, man. Weather's all. The weather's gonna be bad. The next couple of days is gonna be great sleep days, man. Yeah, I'm about to, you know, as soon as I get off the show, I'm gonna go get a, go get some, some more gas in my containers, just in case I have to use my, uh, my generators. Yeah, I just hope we don't lose power, man. Yeah, that's the only thing, man. Why is Lewis Riddick trending under politics on Twitter, Aton? Because the, the algorithm is messed up, and because. If somebody equates it to Trump or Biden or something like that, then Twitter will justify its trend hmm. by saying, no, no, look, it's also in another it's in another trend. And that that's that's why you see underneath it. I only see twenty one hundred seventy eight tweets about. Yeah. Twenty one ninety one. Yeah, I got that, that's not capital. I mean, that's not a trend. Trends are 40, 50,000. You know what I mean? Like right, right. tweets on it, but they need to justify there's Rodman treating on trending on me with less than half of that. Wow. He's, she's trending with 1,256 tweets. So yeah, they miss, they miss tag stuff because Man, the it. algorithm will say, well, there somebody with a lot of following equated Riddick to, you know, Trump or Biden or something like yeah, that, or you so know, dumb. Pete Buttigieg or whatever the hell his name is. Imagine boot edge edge. Yeah. True radio. Profession. That's why you get that. Yeah. Mentored by Radio Pro. Ron's telling me he has a great out of context clip from one of last week's shows. Oh yeah? Yeah. Good. We should we should make a weekly segment out of this. <clears throat> Listening to the middle on the Sports Map Radio Network. Presented by Rocket Mortgage. Live from the O'Reilly Auto Parts Studios. Here's Aton Shander, Barrett Brooks, and Harry Mays. So Ron tells me he has a great out of context clip from last week's show. And I, I can't even imagine. I wonder if there's enough material that we could do this every week. Uh, I'm sure there is. 
You just don't have the time. But just to set this up, I mean, it's only five seconds long. And it happened when I was editing the show like I do every day, you know, Mm -hmm. the spots and stuff. And it's when, Aton, you kept going on and on about Alabama and just saying Alabama. Exactly. (laughs) And it was just the way that this cut, because you guys bled over one of the commercial spots. Ah. And the way it happened, uh, it, it just sounds funny. So here it is. There you go. Down Alabama. I warned you, Aton, of the coronavirus. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty good. You didn't touch that at I all? Didn't, I didn't touch that at all. <laughs> that is unedited. I didn't splice it that way to make it sound that way on purpose. That was exactly how I heard it the first time as well. That's perfect. That's amazing. That is amazing. Alabama. I warned you, Aton, of the coronavirus. <laughs> See, the problem with this is I'd love to have this be a segment every week, but I don't know if we're ever going to top the first one. Yeah, that's amazing. That should be the imaging as part of the introduction of the segment to know that we had to separate it and keep it up there on its own pedestal. That is yeah. crazy. I just retweeted your column, Aton. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate yeah. that. I appreciate that a lot. I mean, if Hurts keep yeah. winning, how can the Eagles go back to Wentz? Hey, they owe us an explanation. Mm. What are we rooting for? Am I rooting for Hurts? Am I rooting for the team? Am I rooting against Wentz? I need to know these things. All right, it's overtime coming your way next. We're going to let you see that awesome breakdown. We're back on a Thursday. So it means we've got Thursday night football. The rest of the week coming up, it's the middle. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. All right, it's overtime alongside Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, and Maton Shander each and every day, as you see, brought to you by the great people at Book It Sports. Go to the Marketplace, Google, Apple, download the app, and enjoy as Jeff Parles joins us each and every Wednesday at 1240. Before we get to this breakdown, I will say, every week in that column, I put a clip of the week from this show on there. Oh, yeah? Yeah, so you both of you, and I appreciate both of you retweeting it, you're, it's self-serving for both of you for the show. Yeah, and the column is a separate section called the middle clip of the week. That's All right. Beautiful. And this this week's clip was the double hertz breakdown. That's what I'm talking about. Nice. Yeah. It's good work by you, man. You're not it's a selfish, selfish up, man. Yeah, and I was waiting for that word to come out. <laughs> I was waiting for it to come out. All right, here's another breakdown from Brooks. Now, when I break down stuff, you know, it's usually complicated, but this is as simple as it gets. Look at this. The Eagles are 11 personnel, one running back, one tight end. Now, if you look at it, they tried to trip up the rookie and and, and give a coverage that was too high, but it was actually man-free. Everybody's lined up man on the outside. Man, 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 man. He has a running back man. What happens, though? They get a pass rush on him, but since everybody's turning their back, carrying their man into the uh, into coverage – and it allows Jalen Hurts to go out and make a play. He made a decisive decision. Now, we hadn't had that at Carson in a long time. 
just him making a decision to go is, is what made this play. He had hit a ran harder. He probably could have scored that play. play. The offensive line on this play has four down and a Mike linebacker. They come back, they get a little pass rush. He evades the pass rush, pocket presence, gets down and makes a big play. This is what we didn't have with Carson in a long time. The ability to go out there and make a play when there was no play. This is a breakdown I love to do because of simplicity and because it was a major factor in the game, especially in the red zone. Great stuff. That is. Well, I mean, when, when do we have pocket? We haven't had pocket presence since last week. There was no pocket press. He would nope. duck his head and try to evade the rush that way. No. Mm-hmm. Keep your eyes down the field, and you can see that the guys had turned their back and see how it opened up. He hadn't made those plays in a while. When he did make the plays like that, that's when usually they won, and like the first game against uh, the Giants. He had mm-hmm. plays which he ran down the field and picked up some yardage. In the fourth quarter. Exactly. Right. In the yeah. fourth quarter to move the chains. Yeah. But those are little things that, you know, to me, they're huge because I haven't seen that in such a long time. Now, a play long... action reel is asking how much snow did we get? We haven't gotten any yet, but None it's coming. Right I haven't yeah. seen anything. It was it's supposed coming. to come an hour and a half ago, and it keeps getting pushed back. Really? Well, here's here supposed, yeah. supposed to come at one o'clock. Mm. But it's yeah, supposed in. to be here eleven thirty noon where I am up by like Willow Grove. Right. And I got nothing here. All I have is a twenty-eight degree temperature. Yeah, well, don't complain. If we get nothing, I'm I'm happy. Oh, I'm I'm very happy. Yeah. In fact, I might um uh, I'm, I'm gonna go out and get some gas for my generator and my uh and my snowblower. Make sure I, I'm all. You haven't you know, done that good. yet. You're gonna get killed now. That the, the right. gouging has begun. I'm just but hoping I, we have power so I can do the show with you guys tomorrow. Wow, that sounds like a cop out to me. Oh, he's baby, already laying the table. Oh, oh. he's already laying the groundwork. <laughs> Right, be here on a Thursday. Did you hear that? I haven't got no power. Right, no power. On the text board says, Tell Harry to look outside. Flurries in Conchi right now. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I'm down here in the lair doing the the show. I haven't, I checked last break when I could get out, get away from the the studio, and I saw nothing. So maybe it just started. Maybe it did. Yeah. Here it comes. I got a new show, though, and I got a credit. I forget who it was on the stream yesterday, threw it up there, and I made a note of it uh, to binge because, you know, today and maybe tomorrow with, you know, being snowed in, I need a show that I can binge. Sure. And I, I saw Hell on Wheels. Okay. So I looked it up, and it's a Eitan, you might like this because we watched Deadwood. And I think the whoever put it up there, and I, I apologize for not remembering – I think heard us talking about Deadwood and made the assumption that we would probably like this because it's based in the post-Civil War era when they were laying down the Transcontinental yeah. Railroad. Wow. Mm-hmm. And it's a couple seasons. It was on AMC, I believe. And I'm going to research it today and probably start watching it. Now, wow. I don't know people in this. Do I? Anson Mount? I never heard of the lead actor's name. No. What's it called again? Hell on Wheels. Not Helen Wheels, the Wings, Paul McCartney and Wings song. Wow. What a from pull. Band on the Run. What a pull. How about that pull? Cole Meany? Yeah. Robin McLeavy? Do you know I, who these people are? I, I never heard of any of them. Now, what is this on? AM, oh, it's an AMC show? Okay, now you got my attention. If it's an AMC show right away. Oh, you like the AMC? Yeah, AMC puts out quality television. Okay. 
David Von Acknon. Hmm. Common, man. Common. Okay. Yeah, Common's in there. That was the only yeah. name I, I recognized. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a little over the top as an actor for me. <laughs> Pessimistic, man. Penguin AZ. I will get the sandwich later today. He's taking jobs from, you know, competent young men and women. Mm. <laughs> it's just like with, uh, remember that scene in Don't Be a Menace? I'm telling you, Wayans Brothers were prophetic because all the rappers are taking all the actor jobs. <laughs> <laughs> they told you that way back in that movie. All the rappers are coming for the acting jobs. Oh, watch it. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this is, uh, let's see, 11 episodes. How many seasons do we have on this? It's like five or six seasons, I think. And neither one of you heard of this show beforehand? No. No. I mean, I, 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 not not about that. Uh, somebody just said, look up Undercover. I, You know, I might watch this. Undercover on Netflix? Yeah. European show. Now you got yeah. me interested. Okay, but. Love the Europeans. Not that it matters for me, but I'm just curious. Is it a subtitles? Oh, this looks decent. Undercover agents infiltrate a kingpin's drug operation by posing as a couple at the campground where he spends his weekends inspired by real events. Now, it's in Dutch. Are you okay with that? It's subtitles? You're better off going with the subtitles. Some of the dubs on here are so bad. Brutal. I I still watch them, though, man, especially when the Spanish ones are. You go dub or subtitle? I I, I go uh, dub. Hmm. I mean, because you know, and it's like the same five or six people that do all the voices on all the dubs. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. What's up, Bow three one six? Bow three one six popping yeah. in. All right, so tomorrow oh, it's, it's not, not subtitled. Good. Okay, good, good. Ninety one six is to the rescue. Dub. Yeah. That's uh, we'll see. Uh, you know what? I'm going to check Hell on Wheels out today. That's a good idea. All right. Do you think all three of us can watch at least the first episode by tomorrow? I don't well, want to speak for I know I will. I can't speak for Barrett. I'll I'll see what I can do, man. You're not supposed that's, to be working on my table. No. That's a no. I'm not just saying I'm working yeah. on my table. What the fact, hell you know, you You're snowed in. All right. I, I, this before I came up here, before I came up here, a list of things you need to get done by you know by the snowfall. Yeah, so I'm gonna go get I'm gonna go get the gas, and then I just got a, I just got a text. I need to go pick up my. I bought a nine millimeter. I go go pick up a nine millimeter. Yeah. While I'm out there getting that, and then I'm gonna right. come back here. And I at, at like nine thirty this morning, I turned on the heater in my garage so I could work mm. in my garage. Okay. That's that's forward thinking because I'm trying to get this damn table done. We'll so have to go to DVSC and f- blast off a few rounds. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I took that nine out myself. Exactly. Uh, so. The last thing here is we end overtime on some bad news. More bad news for Barrett Brooks' alma mater. You see this? Oh, no. Opting out of a bowl game, pausing all football operations. Oh, geez. Yep. Kansas State, latest to skip chance of a bowl game as season winds down, joining several others. I didn't even know Kansas State was eligible for well, a bowl this that's year. That's good work by them. That's good work. They didn't deserve that, so that's good work by them. Is that it? We're just not going to take freebies. Come on now. Wow. We want some respect, man. We, we we can't just go out and just take handouts like that. Okay. We don't take it for that athletic department needs money. Right. I'm not sending it either. Yeah, exactly. They ain't getting it from you. That's right. We got to go to a bowl game. Right. So. Uh, Mr. Dear Mr. Barrett Brooks, every year we always try and invite the alum back. And you just probably like, yeah, yeah. crumple that right. sucker up. You're not getting right. a dime from they it. They sent us a golden cat's 
letterhead, you know, golden cats. I'm like, no, nah, I haven't been golden since you guys uh, told me I couldn't go on the sidelines. And you from yep. the sidelines. Yep. All right, yep. we're back on a Thursday. More overtime. Thanks, as always, to you out there watching. Thanks to the great people at Book It Sports. As overtime is sponsored each and every day by Book It. We're back on a Thursday for Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks, and Maytod Shander. It's the middle. Are you looking for a place to track your action, purchase picks, and share your sports betting analysis with the gambling community? Check out Book It Sports, a social media platform with an unparalleled experience catered for the sports betting community. On the Book It Sports app, you can track all your NFL, NBA, and college basketball picks while getting real-time updates and injury reports all in one convenient place. Start building your following today and stand out amongst your friends by downloading the Book It Sports app on the Apple and Google Play stores. Let's cash some tickets and put it on Book It. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.